calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. The Critical Role Podcast, brought to you by Geek and Sundry, with special permission from Vox Machina. All right, so let's go ahead and get this on the road then, so we can get into the story. Oh, I'm so, so, nervous. so <laughs> to get everyone caught up to where we are, the party was initially sent on a quest into the mountainous region beneath the dwarven city of Craghammer to find uh, a, a essentially a folk hero of the region named Lady Kima of Vord, who's a halfling paladin who had gone missing while on a vision quest that apparently led her to some evil that was brewing beneath the city. As the party went to in search of her. They ended up finding themselves climbing deeper, deeper into the Underdark, a very scary portion of the subterranean world, encountering numerous beasts and uh, talking cell phones. <laughs> Sorry. Um. <laughs> Disadvantage. Um, discovering that there was apparently an alliance that had been forged between the Illithids, the Mind Flayers that live down there, and the Durgar, who normally are at odds, have forged some sort of pact. And upon battling their way deeper into the, the cavernous regions below, the, the lava-encrusted obsidian walls, they began to uncover a plot that apparently some monstrosity, some new uh, dark leader by the name of Kavarn had been the one responsible for uniting them. He currently resides in a temple in the center of the subterranean uh, illithid city of uh, Dugvoril. You guys made your way down to what seems to be the cavern that contains the island that Yogvoril resides upon. You managed to scavenge a few broken boats from the lake that surrounds the island. Uh, Percy repaired them, and you rode around the outskirts to what seemed to be some sort of a, a beachside cavern. Upon entering the cavern, you found uh, like a partially buried, uh, like a, a chest or uh, some container of some kind. Uh, what looks like some sort of a, a camp that had been destroyed and scattered, and a few rotting corpses against the walls. 
as you continue to inspect the area, the corpses begin to rise from their sitting positions. Uh, with previous experience in the realm of undead, you, however, know that these eyes of these creatures carry far more intelligence than your run-of-the-mill uh, zombie. And that was where we left off at this point in time, which requires a music change. Just jumping right in? Right into it. Right in. We have uh, a good number of the party that is still out in the boat that is being towed by Keyleth, currently in shark form. I, we're in a boat. We're in a boat. I'm in a boat. I'm in a boat. I'm in a boat. There's Keyleth's shark form. Oh, oh nice. nice. Where? Awesome. Right there. Shark Week. Shark Week, exactly. All right, so, so in the cavern, I believe we had we had uh, Vax, we had Scanlan, Tiberius, and Vex on the flying carpet that were making their way down. Uh, you scattered ahead and began to check the interior before this happened. So as these creatures are now rising up off the ground, looking kind of insidious in their expression, all glaring at you as you're the most <laughs> uh, apparently nearby individual, um, what are you doing? You have fuzz in your hair. And it's going to stay. No, you got it. Oh no, damn it! Something that would bother you for the rest of the game. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so that being the case, we're jumping right into battle at the top of this game in the center of this kind of beachside cavern. Roll initiative, everybody. Oh, okay. Yeah. First yeah. roll of the night. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yes. Yeah. Yay. Bam. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So. Not bad. All right, so top of the round, who's got 25 to 20? Anybody? 25. 20. Ooh, Percy with the rolls. I got good initiative. Right, so 25. 20, 20. 20. 20, 20 for Grog and Vex. I did not get count. All right. All right, uh, 20 to 15. 16. 16 for Tiberius. 15 to 10. Strong 13. Really, really strong 13 on a Vax. Why do we always have so long? 12. All right. For the sharp. Me and Pike, worst rollers in the game. <laughs> don't, don't say that. Yeah, we got the well, first Well, we roll we well when it counts. <laughs> yeah, but whenever for initiative, we always do Always true, yeah. Well, it's the plate armor and the. And the little legs. I don't know why. <laughs> All right, so, and what have you guys got initiative wise? Four. Ooh. Oh, wow, I got seven. Nice. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go. <laughs> All right, so top of the round. Uh, See you guys in person. You are out in the ship. Are you going to stay in the ship? No, no, no. Get it out there. are really good. I know, timing is everything. Mm. What are you doing? Quick, quick, quick. Okay, I'm going to tug on the rope three times in succession to let the, our, our shark friend know that it's time to, time to boogie. Mm. I'm going to take the rope. I'm going to jump out of the boat. Is there anything to tie the rope to? This beach is just gravel. There is no particular... Uh, Physical element. I mean, maybe on the far end there might be a part of the wall, but it's going to be an awkward hinge. There's really no, no there's, there to latch. Is there is there something that if I had an adhesive that I could adhere? Well, I can't. Be, I can't beach. Yeah. I mean, you could. If you have an adhesive, you might be able to stick it to the wall at the far end of the beach. I'll just beach it up. I'll just beach it up against. But there's nothing actually on the beach floor at all. Okay, so I'm going to take the the piece of rope with the with the. I'm going to I'm going to attempt to take the piece of rope, place it against the wall, and take an ice shot. Just, uh, just slightly above the, uh, slightly above the rope, and freeze it to the wall. Okay. So as you hold it up, you go ahead and line up your your enchanted ice chamber of your pepper box fire, and with a extremely loud, echoing <laughs> gunshot sound throughout the cavern, uh, you see a blast. The bullet itself ricochets and spins off into the distance, into the darkness. But you do see left behind where part of the rock had chiseled <laughs> from the impact. Ice has coalesced, cracked, and has, for the time being, 
held the rope to I'm the edge of the cavern. Running in is for the rest of my, oh, my movement. God. All right, so per- Percy <laughs> is there. All right, Percy, you're, it's going to take you a few rounds to get there. That's, a long that's fine. Winding cavern, but you're, you're in the process of making the cavern. What did you get? All right, great. Meh. So that brings us to uh, Grog and Vex. Grog and Vex, what you got? Is the you? Would you like to go? Well, you're outside. You can go. Is is the boat beached on the shore yet? Uh, no, the boat is not beached. It is the, the rope that the boat is attached to is currently it's attached to the wall. Attached to the wall. So I mean, it's it's anchored. Okay, good. And I'm in the boat. It's solid. Land. You're in the boat. So I'm just chilling. Grog. <laughs> Grog's in the boat. The Lido um, down. Clorota, Kima. Uh, I would like to bust out at a full dead sprint after Percy. All right. Like there's been no blood being had without me. As Grog leaps out of the boat, <laughs> splashing. It's shallow at this point. You're about waist deep in the water. You trudge up to the shore, run across the gravel beach, and start heading straight into the cavern after Percy. Screaming. Just yelling into the cavern. Almost oh, high Big old scary. Goliath scream. Uh, the third uh, music pointer, if anyone needs it, by the way. Goliath falsetto. Ooh, I'll just take what can be fun. There you go. All right, that brings us to Vex. Which one looks biggest? Uh, you're still on top of the flying carpet, the three of you guys lifting in. Does one of the ghouls look scarier Best than Best you can others? tell, there, there are these these three that all look kind of similar in stature. There was one over here that is generally larger, taller, more lanky, and appears to have a kind of a semblance of armor on him still. And he almost seems to be giving looks and oh, silent commands to the others. He's a master zombie. Hunter's mark, him. <laughs> uh, what's the range on your hunter's mark? Because you're back here. Oh, what? Hey, Laura. The move. Laura. Laura. I did it! I did it! Laura, okay. <laughs> Hunter's mark, 90 feet. Yeah, you can get that. Okay, good. So it's the chat room. All right, so it's the chat room. Yes. Well, I don't need it, because I'm going to conjure Barrage of Cone at them all once Hunt Peace Hunt. Barrage of Cone? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like an Sasha Italian porn guy. Barrage of Cone! Hunter's mark on that one. The biggest While I side of whistle for Trinket to get his butt in. And then the east side. Trinket's ear perk up. From the distance, can hear your whistle echoing through the cavern on the beach side. Stumbles out of the out of the boat, spoosh, big splash, and, and chases, the, chases her way up. Okay, and then I conjure barrage. <laughs> All wet and soaked, the fur kind of pushed against the body. Conjure barrage. Oh, oh what, what's a the cone? All right, what's the range of that? It's a sixty-foot cone. You are quite a distance from most of them. You um, might have to hop off of the uh, the flying carpet. I will. She can move it just fine. Uh, just think uh, forward. Well, we can, can we fly the? Got carpet forward, and I. Uh, you're currently not in control of the carpet, Tiberius is. So, uh, oops. Mm. What? Can so I delay until? What's your initiative? Well, sixteen, but it's fine. I can. I'll delay until his. Can I do that? You can do that. Just right. Nice. All right. So, next delay is on that. Okay, they're going to start hitting us. The undead take their turn. So as all the entities rise up, they all. <laughs> Swarm in, rushing around with an unnatural speed. Oh, oh, He's missing a toe. Age ain't slowing them down, nothing. <laughs> wow. Hi, fellas. <laughs> they all kind of square leap up, their faces kind of, you see portions of their jaw kind of dangling with these sharp kind of awful blackened teeth that are broken and gnarled. Uh, I feel so popular. Um, you kind of glance around suddenly as this, this, this darkened room, which you're able to make up just a little bit of light from Tiberius's light on the edge of his staff, uh, they move. With a blur of speed, and they're right up in your face. Oh, nice. uh, Twenty-eight day zombies. You are getting. Uh, oh god! Get out of the middle of them. First thing you notice, uh, one of them is giving off an awful stench. The smell you heard earlier—that's uh, the smell you heard. The smell you smelt when you first entered the cavern—that was terrible—is now so strong that it's nearly overpowering. The one specifically? That's uh, you can't. It's hard to find right. a source to it. Um, however, you are taking 
a claw strike from each of them. Oh, good. Oh, God. Naturally. Uh, that is going to be uh, six. Yeah, misses. Uh, that is a uh, 19. Yeah. Hits. Uh, 18. Yeah. Hits. And then uh, 20. Hell yeah. Oh, no. All right, so three claw strikes. Yep. You take seven points of slashing damage, another seven points of slashing damage, and then a 10. So that's a total right. of 24 right. points of slashing damage. Okay. Um, as all these like horribly muddied and half-rotted claws start sinking past the armor into your flesh, the back of your neck, one catches you in the side, and it all happens so fast, you feel like you're almost spun around entirely by the sheer force of the impact. I need you to make uh, three constitution saving throws. Oh, they got poison what? or something. They got magic. What? They got poison yeah. magic. Uh, okay. Come on, new dice. Come on, new. Fifteen. Okay. What plus? What's, what's your constitution? Plus nothing. I think. Oh, plus really? Nothing. Is it? It's all in speed, man. Oh. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Six. All right. Nineteen. Okay. So, two of the impacts, you feel this kind of sense of, of strange rot impeding upon your system, and you shrug it off. But one of them still manages to sift through, and your system seizes. You feel all the muscles in your body begin to tighten up, and suddenly you're unable to move. It's just your entire body is one tense, giant, flexing muscle, and you're unable to shift anywhere from your position. Feels like rigor mortis. Yeah, you're currently paralyzed, my friend. Oh, paralyzed? What? Yeah. Oh no, I can't do anything. This is going to dodge Great it. start. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all right, that brings us to Tiberius and Vex. Send a fireball right here. No! No! <laughs> uh, I'm gonna... Actually, how far away am I right now? Right here, I'd say you're approximately... Give me the push, well, I'll move the carpet the minimum distance I have for her to get in range. Okay, that, you can probably push it, I think it's 20 feet, it's about there. Okay, uh, so that's where I'll stay. Um, this doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> I cast an obelisk of stone on my dear friend. I'm gonna raise him up out of harm's way. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so as you finish casting, you can see there's like a, a some of the actual sand that fills the bottom of this cave begins to swirl up in a wind around Tiberius's hands, and as he lifts his arms up, a single column of stone kind of shakes and shifts out of the ground, lifting your paralyzed body up into the air, 15 feet into the air. Thankfully, the uh, the actual cavern itself is about 25 feet tall, so it doesn't crush you against the ceiling. No, I only, I only raised it about 20 feet. Oh. Okay, you can only go to 15 for the level three. Oh, Or 20, I'm sorry, 20 feet. Yeah. So, yeah. so you're just like barely brought up to the ceiling. It kind of crests the top of your head, but not enough to actually crush you or do any damage, but you are seemingly out of harm's way from the current undead onslaught. And I go, hey, give us a good idea. And I spend uh, three uh, sorcerer points and I huck a fireball. Shut out those fuckers too. All right, so Tiberius, as you lift up the pillar with one hand, the dust settles and falls from your hand, the, the sand. As it does, this hand back here begins to coalesce this small bead of red burning energy. You fling it out with your off hand. It streaks across, hits the base of the pillar, and explodes with a blast of red, fiery, magical energy. Go ahead and roll damage. That's your DC on that is 17, yes. right? Yes. Uh, two, four, six. Is it six or eight? Oh, they all failed their saving throw. Mm. Uh, it's it's uh-huh. eight d six. Eight d six. That's jeez. That seems unfair. <laughs> Same damage, lightning bolt. Uh, that's six. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, I'm a bad man, Jim. <laughs> uh, thirty-two damage. Thirty-two damage. Yes. All right. Yeah. Nice. So, um. <clears throat> As you guys are running into the cavern, you hear this loud, familiar explosion sound that kind of has this weird dull thud and then flame and heat 
you see like flickers of light from across around the bend, and this wave of heat hits you. Uh, the explosion, uh, as it finishes, you can see these three undead are completely incinerated. Oh. Left these burning cinders in the ground. See ya. Uh, this one's still standing. However, the force of the explosion also destroys the uh, the pillar from underneath. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Causing uh, you to fall. Hold on. Uh, as he falls, do I still have a, do I still have a movement after this or no? Uh, you use your movement to move the uh, shit. Carbon, well, sorry. Well, okay. it's like the Tower of Terror. Uh, for Tim, you only take, I'd say, 2d6. Okay. No, not 1d6, because it's only a 20 foot fall. You're fine. Okay. Oh. Ah! Do I get you able to catch yourself? Go. Okay. And it's also Please sand, do. so it's not too hard. Okay. Cool. All right. So that finishes your turn? Uh, it sure does. Thanks. <laughs> you finish oh, yes, that yes, bastard yes, off. Of <sighs> Wait, no. did, you did land in a bunch of rocks of the broken pillar. Roll another d6 pointer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 Yeah, that was more substantial. <laughs> it was the sand, it wasn't so hard, but it was the fact that I realized there's a whole crap ton of pillar rubble now that your paralyzed body fell upon, but unable to brace your fall. So Nothing that's gonna hurt in the morning. DM hindsight. Vex, what's your up? I know. Uh, okay, well, there's no really anybody else, so I'm gonna. Um, there's no really anybody else, so I'm gonna shoot through my. I can shoot through my fire thing, right? If you want to, yeah, you still have use it for the day. Should I save it for save the day? I'll hit him twice, I'll attack him twice. Okay, so you're attacking twice. So as you're sitting on top of the carpet, you pull out, and rapidly release two arrows in succession against this. Oh, natural 20! Yeah! Yeah! All right. And what's the other attack? Uh, 21. Both hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Oh, hit yes. him. Oh, actually, 23. I forgot I had bracers on. That hits. Well, well, the braces only affect your damage, not to hit. Oh, cool. Good to know! Yeah. 21! <laughs> <laughs> you get plus two to all of your damage rolls with uh, ranged attacks. What do I do for a critical, then? You, just, you roll the regular damage, uh -huh. multiply it by two, and then add your modifier at the end. Okay. Oh, that's not that one. Uh, 15 for the first one. All right. And um, 12 for the second one. And Hunter's Mark on both of those? And Hunter's Mark on, on both board. of those! <laughs> <laughs> the chat room's like, that was, your mark. That, was that, again. Was... that was definitely a six. That was yeah. a six! There you go. Right, seven then for Hunter's All right, mark. so as as the, the smoke kind of filters out of the way and you make the visual, the form, you see your brother on the ground currently seizing and in the rubble, you see the shadow of one of the undead still Ugh. standing angrily. It rears back with its claws forward and gives this horrible, like gnashing sound as its jaw opens and actually widens. This long tongue whips out on it. As you bear down, you release one arrow, piercing the side of its shoulder as it reaches up to kind of break it off. Its tongue's still out. The second one goes into the tongue, out the back of the throat. It kind of it reaches up and breaks off the uh, the arrow in the throat. Looks towards you. Goes to lunge, and as it does, you can see it just collapses on top of his body, no longer moving. Oh. Embrace him. <laughs> Embrace him. <laughs> Give me some sugar. <laughs> All right, so the rest of you finally make your way into the cavern. You manage to go ahead and shrug off the rest of this, oh, this paralyzation. Uh, Stiffly get up and find your way out of the room. Can we rubble. land? Tiberius! Oh, sorry. Uh, yes, yes. Tell me it's not over. Oh, sorry, Grog. Sorry, Grog. The fight's I did, over. I, 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 I ruined patience. Really. I live for okay. one thing. Am I close oh, enough no, to get out of the boat? Yeah, you can get out of the boat. Are you alive? I'm alive. Keyleth, if you are left out there currently as a shark, because everyone else is I go look at the inside. treasure chest. Oh, I'm going too. <laughs> good, good job, badasses. Yes. Uh, I'll stay with you. You okay? You need some good help job, there? Okay. All right, that was 
fine. If it's easy for somebody. I didn't even need to get out of the boat. You guys just handled it like that. I'll go back to the boat <laughs> then. That's fine. I don't care. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to kill everybody so quickly. I'll let you kill everybody. So we're going to do a short rest. Lift the top of the chest, which was unlocked previously by your brother. As you lift it up, for a split second, you see what looks like a flash of orangish energy, a familiar one, a very familiar one. As suddenly, a secondary fire blast emanates from the treasure chest itself. Do nothing. Um, <laughs> the blast radius sends the top half of the chest careening off and, and scraping off the roof of the cavern itself as you guys, as you just turn the corner, see this giant explosion sending you about 20 feet backwards. Um, awesome. <laughs> go ahead I think you didn't get there and yet. A that chest 10 feet away from me yeah. as well? Yep. Yeah. So a reflex saving throw for both of you. Okay, cool. Come on, twins. Uh, All right. I, have a, I have a thing I can do too. Uh, What's reflex? Is that like evasion. dexterity? Or, or dexterity, sorry. <laughs> Carry over from Pathfinder. Yeah. I'm in dexterity. I'm where I went back to the boat. 30. 30. Wow. This is a dexterity check? Yeah. 20. Okay. So yeah. Uh, you both managed to just find a way to dodge most of the impact, but you still both take uh, 14 points of fire damage. As a rogue with evasion, if I succeed, it's nothing. Then you take nothing. As a twin of a rogue. You take 14 points of Can I have your thingy? My thingy? Your eraser thingy? I don't know where it is. Oh, thanks. There you go. You're welcome. Oh, right. So the, the familiar whine of, of, of the trap about to emit catches your ear, and you just dodge out of the way instinctively. Your sister not so lucky. It takes some of the brunt of the damage, but not oh, the full no, effect Oh, no, did I destroy the loot? Uh, if you want to go ahead and inspect yeah. what the chest once was. Okay. So as you go back to where the chest was, yeah, yeah, there's some um, there. Most of the most of the chest is destroyed, like it's knocked off its hinge. Um, what you do find inside, though, is uh, what looks like a very, very. Um, which one's in here? There we go. What looks like is a, a slightly charred, uh, two-handed blade, like a, a giant sword that is currently laid inside. It looks like it's been there for a while as storage. There was a set of armor, natural armor, that's been completely destroyed by the oh, uh, blast. come on. Um, there, are, there are a number of coins in there. There's probably like a good hefty-sized pile of old, old, what looks like kind of uh, slightly molded by the moisture that's been kept inside this, this chest until it was detonated. Uh, gathering it up, you find approximately 420 gold pieces. Awesome. Yeah, 420. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> what's that mean? Is that a reference? What is that? So for everything that was damaged to the chest, the, 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 the sword, which would be considered a great sword, um, seems to be largely unaffected by the blast, other than just a little bit of soot that you had to rub off the blade. So I'll, I'll take it to Grok, because I figure he'll probably be able to use there it. There you go. She hands you this fantastic sword. I don't know if it's magic or anything, Grog, so you might want to have Tiberius have a look at it. Oh, hold on, let me check. I take it and I shake it really hard. I stop how you really... Africa, oh, okay. no, we're not doing it. Check it. Check it. As he's doing that, uh, I get 18, trying to see what's up. Okay, there's definitely a magical aura emanating from the blade. You take a moment, kind of inspect it, and uh, you ascertain the magical nature. Oh, as, as he's shaking Ooh. it. Uh, what you have there is a great sword of frenzy, Grog. You have the plus one bonus to attack and damage rules made with this magic weapon. Ooh. When you attack a creature with this magic weapon and roll a 20 on the attack roll, after dealing damage, you can immediately make an additional attack for free. Ooh. 
Glad I shook it. Pass that piece of paper over here. So Grog Maybe Scanlan could it. use it. Scanlan could? It's bigger than it's you. It's a little big for you, though. You'd be at probably disadvantage using it. Grog, if you like? Give it over right. here. Nice. Yeah, man. Like great sort of frenzy. Yes. Mm. I'd like to rage frenzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there are there any bodies that we can look at? Um, you guys, after inspecting what remains of at least three of the undead uh, creatures, they have been turned to ash pretty much. Like the force of the explosion, the arcane nature of the detonation. Uh, you find pieces of them, and most of them have been charred and burned away from the bodies. They're already in some kind of partially decomposed form. Uh, the larger one, the one that you had Hunter's marked as well, though, uh, upon inspecting it, while most of its, its armor is destroyed, it does manage to carry a partially mildewed coin purse in its side. Um, looking inside, you only find about five or six pieces of gold, but you do find one really, really nice, uh, it looks like it's taken a little bit of damage, but it was once a really, really pretty diamond, and it's probably still worth I'm just gonna keep gold. this with the party. Oh, Gold with the party yes, treasury? Yes, yes, All right, sure. Actually, uh, Plus one diamond, I excuse me, uh, the treasury. Vex, let me yes. see the diamond for just a second. Uh, uh, as he's shaking his sword, I go into the bag of holding and take out the mending bill. And... Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. So. Uh, so. Did you turn it back into coal or something? So, ta- ta- <laughs> so, so it works. Vex, Tiberius, you, you reach in the bag of holding, you pull out um, the, the mending wheel, which is, is, is a magical artifact that you found earlier in the campaign as part of your, your personal quest. Uh, it, it looks like a large spoked, almost like a roulette wheel when it's laid down, with these strange kind of points that fold out of it. Once you spin the wheel and you place an object in the center of the wheel, it gives it's kind of lifted uh, without gravity and mends itself back to its undamaged form. You place the diamond in the center. If you spin the wheel and spin the wheel, you can see the actual the cracks on the surface of it slowly begin to mend, and eventually the diamond is brought to a solid, undamaged, finely cut Whoa. example of a diamond. Sparkles. There you go. It's so pretty. It's pretty big. No, no, no. I'm. I'm what? I put the. What time of day is it? How long? You have no idea. How long? How long has it been since we rested? Uh, it hasn't been too terribly long. You, okay. you rested at the camp after taking out Queen Alara. Sure. So I'd say it's probably been about, with the travel to get to this point, probably about six hours since you rested. Okay. Hmm. Plus nobody's how, how, hurt. What, what, well, well, he's hurt. hurt. Well, I'm and not hurt. I'm happy. Can I um, <laughs> so, perception check around the cave to see good, if I see good anything other? Go ahead, roll perceptions. Um, can I remind our party of a couple things? Uh, Pike, it might be a good time to try to heal uh, Vax's foot again. Yes, that's what oh. was my next And uh, also, while we have a moment, did we ever discern what is in that yellow vial that... that oh, this thing? <laughs> yeah, do we ever, do we know what this is? Does anyone can... Lady Kima or... Uh, I'll, I'll Clarence? Uh, I'll, I'm gonna do an arcana check on the vial, which is not, mm, not great. I don't know, it looks... Uh, let me take a look. Icky. Let me take a look as well. Oh, yes, 24. <laughs> you take a look at the liquid, and it it looks enchanted, but the way its mixture is, you can see the colors seem to swirl and shift in a very caustic way. You can see from glancing at the glass vial that's contained in the interior of the glass, looks slightly pockmarked, almost like the viscous fluid within has actually damaged the glass from the inside Ooh, slightly. Bad, bad news. Um, bad you're, news. It, you're unable to really ascertain what the nature of the liquid is, but that's, those are the details you can make right. out currently. Okay. I, I went over to Vax's foot again. Hold on. I, oh no, come on, don't! <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, a little, there's a little zombie poo on it. 
28 points. Okay. Oh, you little dog. You're tired of your shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this is five. Go ahead and make a I rolled 22 med- on perception. All right. Go ahead and make a medicine check. So, oh. is there, um, is there, does this cave, like, bottleneck? Oh, that's it nice. ends here. This is the end of the cave. It kind of curved around and ended at this little portion here. So we can, we can see. Um, we don't even have to like see this. Do you make a perception check? What'd you want? Oh, snap! <laughs> the second whisper. Get down into frame! Down into frame! Down lower! Lower into frame! Pull them no, down. No, no, no. Pull them down. <laughs> Pull them down. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a, a bunch of shirts to sell tonight. Okay. Oh. You look Maybe. weird. What's up? We should just not be kind of hanging out in this. Oh, this room right now. Um, can I try to get a better look at what I saw? You see best oh, no. you can, and as you guys kind of follow her eye line, you look up and you see what looks to be some. At first, it looks like it's just part of the, the cavern ceiling. It has this weird texture that looks almost like the smooth rock that the interior of this cavern uh, comes off as. However, as you see it shift and move, it looks almost like a. Like a portion of it is moving and slowly crawling. It looks like there's a, a slight source. It looks like a red gleaming eye, and then two, and something drops down from the side of it, almost like a tail that seems to dangle for a second. At which point it detaches, almost like a giant ray, with a screeching mouth that screams out to you. It lands down in the center of the room. There you go. Wait, I roll. I rolled a nine for medicine. Just BTW. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, that... How's my foot doing these your, days? Your foot is still healing, but yes. unfortunately, based on the medicine roll, it Stop is getting better, but not enough to complete the on. process of you <laughs> gaining all your I just, back. I saw that thing out of the corner of my eye, and it was just Can we distracted. run? Can we run? PT, you know? Yeah. Do you, wanna, do you guys, do you guys want to run? Uh, what? It's what is, is it big? It's in. Oh, it's what is that thing? of death. <laughs> is, I don't know. It does look like a flying so, manta ray. So, let's go roll some initiative, folks. Oh, oh come Another on! Come yep. on! Get out of this cave, you cheeky bastard. Oh, really? Really? Oh, really? I just rolled a natural 20. Why couldn't oh, I get that? Get it up top. That's okay, uh, Mike. That's how it works. That's how it works. Sorry, Vex. Just throwing it out there. Still the shark with the boat. Oh! Out of the boat, too. Yeah, we could run. You guys want to run? The keys what? are in the car. Nice. The car is, the engine's warmed up. It's ready to go. That's the I've got the heat turned on. It's nice and cozy. Seat warmers. Seat warmers. Oh, that's a good roll, though. Right. That's a good Wait. initiative roll. But hey. It might be smart to just initiative roll. Yeah. Mm. So. Uh, this this thing seems it just leaps out from okay. almost nowhere. The only reason you picked it up was your acute vision, and as it lands, it's right around the corner from the two of you. Um, it has this long kind of almost uh, spined tail, and this jaw that opens up with this nasty, you know, toothy, gaping maw. Um, all right, initiative rolls of twenty-five to twenty. Twenty-two. Uh, Twenty-two. Twenty-one. Twenty-five. Oh, five. All right. And the shark. So you don't- 20. All right. 20. Nice. All right. All right. Um, what were you? 20. Uh, 22. Almost 22. Plus Asher was a natural 20. Okay. I know. Okay. And yours? And Grog, what was yours again? 21. 21. All right. All right. Uh, 20 to 15. 
18. 18 for Tiberius. 15 to 10. 11. 11 for Scanlan. 10. 10. Sorry, Scanlan. It's all right. I'll see you next next We're match. All over 10, though. <laughs> it'll, be over, it'll be over before I get all to All over that. 10. That's pretty good, guys. Yeah. We should be proud of that. All right, so top of the round. As this creature sits there, it's giving off this weird, horrible moaning sound that's no. just kind of emanating from this. It's like, Asthma's contagious. Sound that's starting to just fill your ears. Um, at the top of the round is Vax. Shit. What should we do? Um, command us. Command us. Command us. Uh, Run! <laughs> <laughs> We've never done it before. We've never We've run. Never run. We've never run before. Uh, I'm gonna use uh, my um, my uh, what the hell's it called? My quick action to dash. Just leave so, me. Yeah. You're leaving me behind. Can I grab her by the scruff and run? Uh, if, if if you want to try and move her, you, you'll basically move both of you. Um, if you, but it, yeah, you can do that. But you'll have no other action. That's what I want to do. Okay. Grabbing my sister. Grab your sister. <laughs> Get all the damn carpet, you fools! Uh, car- oh, can it fit us? Uh, currently, you got you guys yeah. be able to get onto the carpet. We jump now. on the carpet. What if he flies? All right. He probably does. Probably does. What? How does a giant wing thing fly? He <laughs> uh. looks like he flies, guys. Oh, <laughs> Wait, can we have an aerial battle over water? Let's do it. Percy. Um, I'm on the boat. I hear. I hear. No, you're on the boat. You guys have come into the cavern after this point. When you gave chase, you returned. You guys are in the cavern. I started heading back to the boat because I was. Oh, you did. Oh, you're still on. By the boat. So I just heard the I just heard someone yell run. Yeah. So I'm just gonna start getting the I'm just unhooking the boat and I'm getting the boat ready to go. Okay, so you take your you take the buddy your your gun and you start bashing against the ice that you set against the wall. It cracks and eventually you get the, the rope free from the side of the wall. And I'm just like bringing the boat around so that people can get on really quick. Okay. Uh, that brings us to Grog. Uh, I would like to rage. <laughs> run. I as many people as I can. Running. So you just bolt out. I say rage, rage run and barbarian speed. You're going to get nearly completely out of the cavern. He's really alive in the air. Helith, are you staying out in uh, a shark form of the boat? Uh, yeah, I, I guess I. I feel Percy like unhook, and I start. I start crashing forward momentum. I pointing that direction. Okay. Manta versus shark. Pike. Oh wow! I'm up so soon. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna start running. All right. So you turn to run. You catch up to Grog just because he traveled twice the distance than you could have with your tiny little gnome legs and your full plate armor. You're like, Ugh. and plus it's sand, so your feet are sinking with each step. It's it's kind of rough for you to get around just because of your size and can the I, terrain. Can I can I like jump on his leg or back or something? <laughs> you can try to. All right. Oh. All right. Oh. Go ahead and make an athletics check <laughs> with disadvantage because you're in full plate armor. Ash, oh, that's great. It's you got room for everything. All right. We got, oh, yes. Okay, we got a 19. All right. That's good. And we got oh. a nine. <laughs> All right. What, what's your strength? My strength. What, what's your athletics total? My athletics is a one total. So it brings you to a 10. 10's what you needed. Oh. Nice. So as you run up, you leap and grab onto Grog's back. Grog, I want you to go ahead and make a... No, 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 hold on. Just because I need to be honest. I rolled an eight. My athletics is a one. So doesn't that make me 
So, as you you jump to grab onto the back of Grog's back, you manage to find purchase. Grog instinctually just reaches back with an elbow and hits you right on the armor, which knocks you flat on your back. You're currently prone in the sand right there. Um, and Grog just keeps running. You kind of glance over your shoulder for a second, but because you're raging, you don't see her. You just see shadows in the cavern, and you have the yeah. So you start just moving your head in the air, freaking out. Only holding your axe in one hand and your right sword the other way. <laughs> Mosquitoes on my back. Mosquitoes. Oh my god. Boom. <laughs> Alright, oh, so. That's uh, alright, it's alright, I'm telling you. The large ray like cloak creature swoops down no. towards the top of the. Um... Oh shoot, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> alright. Uh, <laughs> It is going to. All right, it's going to go ahead and make a bite attack against Tiberius and a tail attack against Scanlan. So those are the two that are immediately visible to it. So the bite attack against you, Tiberius, that's going to be a twenty-one. Yeah, yeah. All right, and the bite attack against you is going to be twenty-three. The tail whips around. As you're, you're on top of the carpet, about to try to get everyone out of there, you turn around and see this thing just go piercing by. It strikes across your chest. Your armor takes most of the damage, but you can feel the bruise underneath. It doesn't actually pierce the skin, but you take seven points of damage from the impact of the tail. Okay. Tiberius. Yes. All right, so it, it comes out and sinks its teeth into your form across your, your shoulder area and kind of just bites down. You end up taking- Are you ruining my robe? <laughs> 10 points of piercing damage. Oh no, oh no. Um, and the creature, huh. Wraps around you, completely envelops you. Or me or both? Yeah. Like beast master. It completely surrounds you and wraps you like a blanket. All of a sudden, your vision goes dark, and you can feel yourself like you're unable to really move. Uh, you are blinded and unable to breathe. The air is not able to get to you at this point in time. Shit, it is popping. So. That's going to end its turn. Tiberius, your turn. Your Come on. Fire breath! Okay. Alright, because it is attached to your head, it's going to have disadvantage. Yes! Uh, it's, it's a. Is it a. Because it's attached to your head. Yeah, it's kind of right in your mouth. Yeah. Okay, go ahead and roll damage. Had a nickel. Just roll two really high numbers. Like four. Uh, I rolled a natural twenty and a six. So uh, oh. because of the disadvantage, it does oh. not make it save. Yes. Yeah. What is there? Oh. D six times something. I think. Yeah. So, so just go ahead and roll the damage for your for your fire. I'm D six. Depends huh? on your is level. Eight. Depends on your level. Is it a oh. dragonborn? Yeah. Should be on your sheet. Eight. Is it? No, no. So here. Fireball. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll, oh, no, sorry. no, this is part of the dragonborn ability. Let me pull it up real fast. Hold on. I don't want to roll wrong. I thought I think yeah. I think it's two d six. That's for a low nothing. level. You know oh. nothing here. <laughs> okay. If only there was a way. Yeah, well, there was a way to look. So there was some book that had all this information. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is three d six. Oh, awesome. Some tome. So awesome. Tome, yes. which and then the answers. So. Twenty one. Twenty one points of damage. So you all hear this muffled. Sound as bits of flaming and to shoot out from the corners of where it's wrapping around the torso awesome. of Tiberius, surrounding his head. The creature's tail flicks around in pain. You hear this like muffled <laughs> sound as it keeps still tight around his head, just to take fighting through the damage and maintaining its hold on him. Uh, I will, uh, I, if I do something, I'll have probably I'll 
do this, I'll have disadvantage, right? Correct. So, uh, well, I'll just try it again. I'll spend. Jeez. Uh, uh, no. Um, Don't spend all your sorcerer's points, cause you know. No. Uh, uh, I fly around and ping hit one of my stones, uh, and I'll spend. That's a one, two, three. I'll spend. I'll spend five, five, five points. Uh, sorcerer points to cast telekinesis and fling it off me. <clears throat> okay. All right. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and do a contested roll on this. Go ahead and roll. Uh, it's like an arm oh. wrestling with dice. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Arcana, uh, and then plus. Uh, well, no, for this, I believe, actually, it's, it's it's the roll plus your your spell modifier should be five. So roll d20, add five. Uh, 20. 20, all right. So as you. Your island stone, which is floating around your head, which is currently surrounded by the creature, and it's kind of clinging to your head, you can feel it kind of grinding in the top of your skull. You instill the uh, the island stone to, to trigger. As you do, the force begins to put off of and flings it off of your head. The creature is snatched and thrown back at that point of the wall off of you. Good deep breath. I use my movements to get the hell out of there. All right. Giddy up. The <sighs> better that way. Shrink and run. All right, so uh, that brings us to, uh, to Scanlan, are you staying on the carpet? Anything else you want to do? I am That's staying my on turn. the carpet. I'll, um, wait, is she, is Pike off the carpet? I'm yeah. laying in the Pike's dirt. Pike's laying in the dirt right okay. now. Okay, <clears throat> I will jump off the carpet. <laughs> grab her. I'm too heavy. And say, Pike, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just hold her really tight, and I oh, snip her hair, <laughs> and it smells like strawberries. Gotta make it weird. <laughs> and then I dimension Doris to the boat. Okay. Nice. Oh, so As grabs you, holds you for a second. For a moment, you're confused, and you hear that strange shrieking moan in the distance. And then suddenly, the darkness gives away to this flash of purple arcane energy, and the two of you poof, fall a few inches into hard wood, and you feel the boat rock for a second as you're now on the outside in the boat being tugged by Keyleth the shark. That thing! Yes. Don't worry, that hard wood is the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Shrieket runs up and uh, you're staying on the on the. I uh, can I jump down and I'm, I jump off the carpet and then I climb on Trinket and we take off. All right, you go ahead and you jump on the top of your bear and you start just mounting on the hallway. Um, all right, that ends your turn. Kima Clorota just vanishes. Awesome. Uh, Kima, Kima goes running her, her halfling legs towards the flying carpet. She takes her full turn. She just manages to get on top of the carpet, and that's her turn. And she goes, go, 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 go! I am going! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for the time being, we'll say at this point in time, you guys manage to make your way outside of the cavern um, to the ship. For now. Can you... Oh, you're a shark. Being towed. Damn it. Yeah. We're fine, we're fine. Been, we're good? We're good, we're good. Yeah, everybody on, everybody on. can fly. Well, we'll get the rough out real quick. We'll find out, and we have lots of ways to hurt you before it gets that, there. The, that you're guns. And guns. We have arrows and guns. We're fine. <laughs> As you guys all get into the boat. Follow the Macy's Day balloon shark. This is the craziest thing ever. As Keyleth begins to pull away, the boat 
begins to take up speed into the water, and you hear that moan sound begin to get louder as the creature out of the cavern giving chase. I take chase. a shot. All right, so <laughs> for the purposes of this, you've been waiting to use this. This is a James Bond water chase. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so going off, going off the same. Top of the round, uh, Vax, you're up first. Okay, so uh, I throw uh, Dagger Dagger at uh, McRae there. Okay. McRae. Okay. Due, due to its distance, the darkness behind it, and the fact that you're in a boat, you're at disadvantage on both these attack rolls. Plus I had a one on that first one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you super so. miss on that one. The dagger just... And another... No, it was a seven. Oh, seven. God. Seven plus... It was a 13 on the second. Okay, so you throw both daggers. Whoosh, whoosh. Unfortunately, it's kind of hard to make the form of the creature. It seems to almost, not, I can't say change its color, but it embraces the shadows around it, and it gets harder and harder to see. And for a moment, you swear you see two more appear at its sides. Oh, mirror images, oh. mirror images. You fling both daggers, and they vanish into the darkness, then return to your sides. That ends your turn. Not my night. All right, I'm going to take a dead-eyed sharpshooter shot. I'm going, I'm going hardcore with this. All right. Uh, so with uh, bad news, I'm sitting down. You've, you've leaned your, your, your leaned crafted Let's go, bad news. giant sniper cannon that you've constructed up against the side of the boat. Come Aim on, it up best you can and take a shot. Do it. Um, it is at, uh, you are at disadvantage for this shot. I'm at advantage for this shot. So the shooting cancels out. It's just a regular so it's just shot. A regular yeah. shot. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, come on. Um, thirteen. Beautiful human. Thirteen. Yeah. Uh, thirteen unfortunately misses. Damn it. The, the ship actually rocks from the impact of the explosion. For a second there, you all feel like it's going to list. And take on water. Are we all in the boat, or are you're, some people still on the carpet? No, a bunch of people are on the carpet. We're in the boat. Who's on the carpet still? No, we're in the boat. I, we didn't all fit in the boat. I'm That's in, why I'm we didn't take the boat boat. originally. I'm still on the carpet. Okay. So Tiberius is still on the carpet. That would be. Is are you? The, you're the only one still on the carpet then. And I guess so. Yeah. All right. By the way, if anyone wants to make us a little six square carpet, that would be awesome. Oh, that, that would be, be so awesome. cute. Someone like crochet us a little. A little six square, six about six squares. Carpet. There you go, that'll work. Magic carpet. That Throwing that out there. So we can put it on a little floaty deal. Cool. So I reload. Uh, so you go ahead and reload. Yeah, that'll be your turn. Uh, that comes us to Grog. Uh, how close is Manta Ray? Yes. Uh, the creature is approximately, yes. oh, I'd say. 40 ish feet away <laughs> at an angle, it's about 50 feet away from you, up in the air. How long is that chain on the axe? I was going to do something else. Uh, uh, I would like to. Chain! You can, you can try and shift your way to the back of the boat and get closer with your movement if you want. I don't think the chain's long enough. It goes like 50 feet long? 50 feet. Is that chain ever turning long enough to get to him? Uh, you can certainly try. <laughs> I'm gonna hold off. I would like to, <laughs> and maybe he'll come closer. Okay. Since I seem to be an intimate sort of fellow. All right, cool. Uh, Helith, you're pulling the boat? I'm uh, gonna just use like a run action, just double speed. I feel action above, and I'm just shark instincts. Just okay. <laughs> so you managed to actually pull. The, you managed to get some distance. Awesome. From the ship pulling it from behind. I have behind. a swim speed of forty. So. Yeah. So as 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 you're pushing that, and you're moving slower than that because you're pulling towing the entire boat behind you, so you're going twenty. Be swimming, but you're putting distance between you and the creature for the rest of the party. Okay. Which makes it harder for it to catch up. All right. That brings us to uh, Pike. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna send a guiding bolt to the flying manta ray. Yes. All right. <laughs> so I have to roll. I have a nickel. Yes. I just fell on fire too. Oh, you found your sheet? Yeah, I did. Awesome. No. 
doesn't hit, it's 12. 12, 12 does not hit, unfortunately. Once again, you go ahead and fire, and you think you hit one of them, but it seems to hit one of its kind of, uh, one of the group of three that's now flying overhead, and one kind of shimmers and vanishes, seemingly unaffected by the bolt, but that one image of it disappears. Do, do I, can I do anything else? Uh, I'm just sitting? No, really no. I mean, let's want to move somewhere in the boat. No. But. Dang it! All right, so now it's turn. All right. It is going to move. Goodbye. It gains up on the boat to about there. It actually gets a little lower and it's. Oh, that is so cool. So it's starting to gain on you guys and make its way gliding down towards the front. And you see now there's a secondary, there's now two of them side by side that are coming down towards you guys. Um, are those real? No, I can take my it's, I don't know. It's then you can now that that strange moaning sound that it's making yeah. uh, begins to go louder and louder, and all of you kind of close your ears for a second. Everybody, make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, Including me. Uh, you, you you don't actually hear in the water. You're muffled, I'm in the water, muffled, but it's yeah. it's, good. it's to a point where it doesn't actually affect you. Plus, you're in shark form. Oh crap! Okay. Wisdom? Yes. Ah. <laughs> All right, let's go. I rolled a two, but my wisdom is negative two. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm at a zero. Four. Four? Percy. One. Oh, no! Oh, no! Our whole party has been stuck. Thirteen. Twelve. Eleven. Fourteen. Oh, boy. <laughs> we are killing it. Grog <laughs> and Vex. Facts. No, because you rolled a what? You rolled a. I rolled an eleven. Eleven. Okay, yes, no. Uh, <laughs> Vax ever. Okay, so Kima, Vax, and Grog, and Clorota all just kind of see, hear this whole moaning sound, kind of plug their ears and shake it off. Not a problem. Everyone else. Instant paralysis. <laughs> this creature, all of a sudden, its form becomes far more frightening than you ever saw before. It almost is, seems to swell with the cavern. Oh, is it casting a spell? Frightened. No. Okay. Um, start rolling it's a new ability. All of you are considered frightened. Oh, oh, uh, oh my lord! Trinket, uh, is it, is it, char- is it charming us? Nope. It is a fear effect. You are scared of it. It's currently. like the scarecrow. I said, yeah, isn't Trinket, Trinket is so like to immune to like being scared. You won't attack. It doesn't matter because I'm scared. Oh, you're scared, Trinket's unaffected, but you are. Okay. Essentially, until the end of its next turn, Can't it's disadvantage on all attack rolls. No, it's a bear. And uh, you cannot move closer to it. I can scare you in a bear. But you can. Uh, you can take that turn now, yeah, as it's moaning. Uh, now, since I shook it off, I'm like, that's lovely, and I would like to try <laughs> for the first time um, intimidating presence. Is that a spell? On a, on a creature within 30 feet. It would be within 30 feet currently, yeah. Turn around. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Alright, so uh, what, what's the DC on that? Uh, 13. 13 for what kind of saving throw? Uh, wisdom saving throw. Okay, for the creature wisdom saving throw? Yeah. Rolls a 12. <laughs> so, after there's this moaning sound that, that sends the entire boat shaking with fear, everyone kind of grasping the side of the boat, looking at each other like, we're gonna die, we're gonna die. Grog turns around, steps forward, kind of pushing Pike and, and Scanlan to the side a little bit, and just glares at this creature, gives a giant bestial Goliath shout, out into the cavern that counteracts the moan that it's doing. You can see the creature, which looks teeth bared, you know, its wings out, looking extremely frightening, looks visibly shaken and begins to flap backwards and actually give about 30 feet of distance between you guys instinctually with this movement. That's right, bitch. <laughs> Who's frightened till the end of the next turn? Yep. 
What does that cancel out? But now we're fine and it just means it, it's further away and it, it can't get closer to Grog. So but we're it? still scared of it. You're still scared of it until the end of its next turn. But, awesome. but now it's keeping its distance from the boat. It was starting to catch up to you guys and now it's like actually pulled it's back. Not only to get near Grog. <laughs> Alright, Tiberius. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> what's the creature made out of? Like what's his skin like when I look at him? It looks leathery. It has like um has almost the texture of like a very, very thick uh Bat or lizard skin, but it's very dark. From what you can see, you've had only just little glimpses of it here and there. Most of it's been shrouded in shadow. Okay. Um, <clears throat> this part of the song always makes me crazy. It's, it's almost like a, like a thick leather cloak yeah. that's come to life. Um. Well, I don't really. Hey, what do you think I should do, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Knock it under the water, let the shark out of it. Can you haste her or anything? Can you, like. Haste doesn't work that way now. Can you knock it out of the water? Can you push it down? Like, how high are the stairs? Can you pillars it down into the water? Just defer. Defer. I'll defer for now. Okay, so Tiberius, you move your. We can't sail away because it's going to shake us. Can you shake us? Can you shake our magic? Unless you have an anti fear spell. Scandal, you're up. Alright, I'm going to attack at disadvantage, I guess. With. With. I'm going to. Created big hand right in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop with the big, the big bee's hand. Top all right, hand. all right. Big bee's hand. Big bee hand. It's yes. nice. It's this guy yeah. I know. He's named Big Bee. He has a big hand. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you take your turn. You, are you just using the uh, which one? You're I'm using? going to grapple and try to get it into the water. A grasping Ooh. hand. Okay. All right. So go ahead and attempt to grapple. Uh, use the hand strength score to resolve the grapple. What do I do? What do I roll? Uh, strength of 26, so roll a d20 plus 8. Come on. Uh, with, with the, not, uh, I don't know what that is. Is that a 6 or a 9? <laughs> there, there should oh be a dot God. on one side. Which one is it? It's a 9. It's a nine. It's a nine. Okay, so nine, nine plus eight, you're at 17. Okay. It's contest was at 15. So, so. Oh, but you are at disadvantage. So roll again. Oh, come on, don't be lower. Don't be lower. Fourteen. Yeah, I'm good. I'm okay. Good. <laughs> so as you like rear back, your eyes squinting, like just scared to even do anything with this creature, you try out this new spell that you've only just recently kind of managed to conjure to your attention. Talk to the hand. <laughs> as uh, Scanlan finishes singing his note, the rippling sonic energy from his singing shoots out from front of him and forms this giant, kind of slightly ethereal-looking arcane. Fist the size of the creature that reaches out, grabs onto it like a giant hand as he's moving his hand, kind of controlling it sonically from a distance. It grapples the creature and holds it in place as its wings all of a sudden are folded on itself, and you pull it down. <laughs> yes! Uh, let's see here, now grasp my hand. In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, it's vital for Pura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. 
follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Thank you so much to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Nothing ruins my day faster than my allergies flaring up. My face gets preposterously red, my sinuses feel clogged, it feels like I'm walking around with a cartoon storm cloud over my head, which as you may be able to tell from the phlegmatic timber of my voice is happening to me right now. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin D for my allergies for several years. It's been an absolute game changer because I can now go hang out with my friends who have cats without my face swelling up like a giant balloon. And that's great news because I really wanted to pet their cats and now I can. So, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. All right, so you are trying to then... Well, I don't know. Does it fall from gravity, or does it just stay there locked you in? Hold, it locked, it's locked in where you're holding it. Okay, then I'll just lock it there. Okay, so you lock it there. Great. Is it see-throughable, your hand? It takes 2d6. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, oh, can, use a bonus I, can, action to crush I can crush it. it. Yeah. yeah, so I also sort of give it a little squeeze, a little tickle. Okay, so as you're holding <laughs> it in place, you use your bonus action to squeeze it. It takes 2d6 plus 5 bludgeoning damage, I think. Uh, 11 plus 5, 16. 16, nice. nice. As it's currently held in place, screeching up. <laughs> you hear like the strange crushing sound of bones breaking on the inside of its strange. This is the strongest I've ever been. Get it! <laughs> <laughs> All right, and it is considered grappled, which is bad for a creature like that. Um, that in Scanlan's turn, uh, Vex. Good job, uh, Hunter's Mark! All right, you Hunter's Mark the creature. Woo! Woo! I'm gonna attack him twice. Okay. I'm the original. Okay, 16 does hit. Hundred, hundred, and uh, 28. Yeah. Technically, because it's Cancel out the disadvantage? Uh, it does not technically, it just means you can move it. So yeah, it did not cancel out the disadvantage. Oh, so I gotta roll a couple more times? Yeah. They both oh, hit. Wow. They're both okay. high. Great, there you go. So, as you're on the boat, you can see the hand grasping gives you a moment of bravery. You pull out, let loose two more arrows into the kind of slightly dark shrouded exterior of the boat. Both arrows strike true in the currently grappled uh, oak like creature. Uh, 26 for those two plus Hunter's Mark. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. 20, 30 for those two. Nice. And uh, nine for Hunter's Mark. Wow, man. Nice. Oh, man. So, 
The portions of it that are trying to squeeze free this arcane hand, one just strikes through its wing, leaving a gaping wound in the middle where you can see it's going to have a hard time maintaining height at this point. The second one strikes it and actually pierces one of its red glowing eyes. It gives out this horrible, painful screeching sound into the cavern as you can now see what was once two gleaming red piercing eyes left with only one and darkness on the other side yes, of the face. Um, that brings us to Kima and Kurota. Kima, uh, at this point in time, is kind of, unfortunately, at a disadvantage of finding out what to do. At this uh, distance, being a paladin, she's going to attempt... The middle finger. Wait, so everyone has... Is it Nothing, she's going to wait. She's going to wait it out. Has one eye? Yeah. I, <laughs> I see what happens. Hey, so you're taking your turn after... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, I'll follow suit. I'm okay. going to uh, <clears throat> give my uh, little... No, I'm gonna just straight up cast this because I have to. Um, <clears throat> I cast telekinesis and I <laughs> pull the eye out. <laughs> the other <laughs> Kill Bill style, right? Yes. Yay. Interesting. Okay. Um, so, Clojure uh, at this time is also gonna go ahead and attempt a mind blast on the creature. It kind of moves to the back of the boat, and all it's currently grappled. It's gonna go ahead and attempt that. The saving throw does succeed, so it only takes half damage. Okay, walking that, and then as you do telekinesis, go ahead and roll uh, a d20 plus uh, five. Okay, and do I have advantage because of grapple? Uh, the grapple does not give you advantage. Oh. So you have disadvantage on the roll technically because you are a scarab. Okay. And that's my what? Plus five. Uh, 17. 17. <laughs> All right, so as you focus your energy once again, like even just facing this creature is a terrifying thing. You've See that one gleaming bit of red that's kind of piercing through the darkness. Um, it would the secondary form around it dissipates. You can see where there was once like two gliding. One of them just vanishes entirely as that gleaming red is suddenly much brighter, yanked from its socket. It now gives out another painful screech as it's blinded, being crushed by a big bee hand, and you now have <laughs> drifting amongst you at your control. One of the eyes of this creature. <laughs> put it in a little vial and keep it for later. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to float it over and put it in one of my pants. Okay, so Make go, a good cocktail. go ahead and write down uh, in your inventory cloaker eye. Cloaker? I'm Ooh. going to smell it cloaker. first. Cloaker. You know exactly where that is. That was a bad idea. Smells like home. All right. <laughs> Tom, this guy's not having a good day. Uh, Vax, you're up. All right, dagger, dagger. Uh, dagger, dagger. <laughs> Uh, but a disadvantage because of dark, or uh, well, well, I'm no, not afraid. You, no, no, you resisted the fear. Okay. All right. So first one. You have low is, light, so you're fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, first one's 26. Hits. Second one is 26. Hits. Uh, okay. Because it is blinded, you do have advantage on it, or don't have advantage. You have a. Uh, you're able to sneak attack. Ooh. All right. Uh, okay. So uh, it's currently held aloft, grappled by the by the hand. It's, it has no visual sight currently. Loser. I had no idea we were even fighting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Twenty-one. Okay. Uh, Twenty-four. Twenty-three. 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 All right. How do you want to do this? All right. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm just going to, uh, I saw where uh, Tiberius pulled the eye out, and that's what I'm aiming at, is his eye socket. So I flip it up in the air, and when I catch it, I immediately let, let go and uh, fill in the blank. Okay. Sock it to me. So, uh, as the creature's flailing about in torturous pain, suddenly the dagger whoosh, slinks into the empty socket in the front of its face. As it does, 
its body tenses up and kind of reaches out against the force of your arcane hand. You actually have to kind of like focus to keep it in place as its final death rose. All this tension. <laughs> and then falls limp within your grasp. You now have this limp creature at your disposal. Oh, I'm going to bring him to the boat. <laughs> as Scanlan slowly drifts over the limp body of this creature to the edge of the boat. What was it? Can we load him? <laughs> does, he, does he have teeth and scales and armor? It's like a raft at it's this point. It's a cloaker. Because that was a good design. Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, we fashion him into a sail. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> there is no wind in this tunnel? Can, can, can I do it? We can make wind. We can make wind. We can make wind. We can make wind. I want to draw a I rolled a 16 for like a history check on the creature. History's not gonna do much for you. No, uh, nature is the one. Blue angels. Uh, nature or Arcana? Those are the two. So that, oh, that's fourteen. Oh no, if, no if Arcana. Then uh, well, no, roll for Arcana. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like twenty-five. Yeah. No, uh, th this creature is a cloaker. It's an aberration. It's one of those creatures that kind of, kind of drifts over from the far realm, or at some point in time drifted over from the far realm, and is an unnatural entity to this plane. Uh, they normally live subterranean. When not moving, they are nearly invisible and blend in, almost looking like just a straight leather cloak left and discarded to the side. Great. Hence the so, name Cloaker. Where's, oh, where's the map? I've got a great idea. I want to sit and I want to skin this thing. Well, yes. Okay. I want the teeth. Also. You can have the teeth. I'm mm -hmm. going to skin okay. it. Okay. So you guys are now currently in this boat, drifting along in the open area, kind of over on that side. Should we make our way to the little island? We can make, or we could go to those strange buildings that are off, off on the north, northwestern. All the way up corner. and over. Yeah, we could. Oh go well, here I was, on this I was side gonna of the say island. we could go into this cave here. here. You know what? Uh, maybe move this. it this way so the people can see. Oh it's yeah, it's no, right no, 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 keep yeah. going, keep going. There you go. But what about what about this cave? And now uh, well, your big pint is in the way. Right there. The only thing is, is I'm afraid that if we keep using up all our spells then we won't be able to take down the big baddie if we come to him. Oh, we need a rest. We're gonna need a rest. I want to use, I want to be able to use my scrying spell before we try anything. Oh, okay, so should wanna, we, we make our way to this cave? Yes. Sure. Go ahead, we'll do that. How close are we? How long will that take? Like, uh, if you guys start heading that direction, you'll find out. Let's, head, let's start heading that direction, no. and I want to I skin this creature. Okay, as you guys are moving along, you leave a little space for Percy, and it's a little unwieldy in the ship. It's hard for you to keep, for him to do this, so it's not going to be the best job. Um, no, I'm not, not going for, for craftsmanship. Fair enough. Um, as you're kind of plucking what you think might be interesting from this creature's body, uh, as in the process of skinning it, um, you probably probably take a moment to realize that a normal blade is going to have a hard time cutting through its hide, so you might have to borrow one from... I, I sing a little song to inspire him. Uh, I sing... Uh, uh, when you're trying to skin a cloaker, here's some inspiration. <laughs> when we're on a creepy boat, here's some inspiration. <laughs> I wanna be a near me. All right, that's <laughs> All right, so you get a one d ten inspiration. Hey, hey. I'm, I'm making I'm making a, a camo camo canopy for the boat. Okay, uh, this is going to this is going to be a, a survival check on this. So go ahead and roll survival. That's mm. fun. Uh, I rolled a natural 20 to Seventeen. any arcana enchantment to help the, the if he succeeds. Okay. 17. 17? Did you add inspiration as to that? I or didn't. Yeah? Okay. You don't have to if you don't want no, to. No, I'm keeping it for later. Okay. Um, oh, it only lasts 10 minutes. Oh, does it? Only yeah. last 10 minutes? <laughs> a lot can happen in 10 minutes. Oh, in that case, oh, in that case, uh, uh, 26. 
26 will make a difference. Okay, so in in the confined space on on this ship, as you guys crest around towards the northern side of that island, you begin to move around. You can see to the right of you, there is a tunnel uh, that uh, filters outside of this cavern that is just a continuation of the water, a river on the far end. You don't know where it goes, it just appears in the darkness, and you can hear in the distance a light sound of rushing water. Can I Um, kind of use my, my shark eyes to look down the tunnel? Uh, it, it begins to curve about 20 feet in, so you're unable to make much past that distance, and it just looks like a continuation of, of the water flowing through or into. You're not quite able to tell from this distance. Um, as you curve around the top... Percy, you manage to pull from it uh, all the teeth in the process. Um, so that comes to about roughly 45 poker yes. teeth. You don't know what that'll be worth, but you, you have that in your I want to make some jewelry. So you can write down 45 poker teeth. Um, you manage to skin uh, uh, most of it, get most of the top of its hide usable. It's still wet. You, I mean, it's not you know nothing dry or, or it'll take a while to do that. Let alone any area where it's dry and, and, and surface. Um, but you manage to pull most of the top of it off, so you have this kind of wet skinned portion of the back of the cloaker at your disposal. I'm, I'm going to function. I'm, I'm going to build a, a, a relative canopy specifically for the left side of the boats, so that anything anybody from the so that we're protected and visibly obscured from anybody in the city. Okay, go ahead and make uh, a tinker check. Uh, what's the bonus on that again? Uh, well, it, that should be dex, I believe. Dex, thank you. Plus four, because this is because you're proficient with it. Oh. Um, so it's your dex plus your proficiency modifier. Uh, that's five, six, and then ten, eleven. Eleven? I, I, I rolled really badly. Yeah, you did. Um, you managed you managed to find, <laughs> you still have the hide. No. And the time no. it takes for you to get to the beach, uh, you don't have much material at your disposal, and to fashion anything that's on that side, most thing you manage to get is a slight lift to it, and by the time you get to the beach, it just collapses on itself. Okay, so once we're at the beach and we have all evening, I'll make another attempt. Okay, it'll, it'll, it'll take you some time to probably do that, unfortunately. It's doable, but it'll take a while. I rolled a two. It's okay. We so, it's better than a one. As, as, you make your way, as you make your way towards the beach, uh, Keyleth, you see in the distance in the water what looks like something slinking on the very, very bottom of this underground lake. Probably a good 50, 60 feet down. You can just barely make out what looks like a dark form. Um, probably about a 100 to 150 feet away. And it's only because of your shark for me able to make out any sort of semblance of it, but it looks big and it looks like it's just slowly moving through the bottom of the lake. It doesn't seem to be moving towards you. It's just a thing. There's going to be things here. Loch Ness. What if it's just like uh, like one of those party cruises where they <laughs> on the bottom of a tiki the yeah submersive party cruise? How close are we to the tiki cruise? The cave? Are we still really far? You away? guys are about maybe two three hundred feet from the beach. But oh, we don't, but we don't see it because we're on the no we're on deck, I, um, right? No yeah, I, I, what if we we don't see it right? Only beach now. Only Kilo. Only Kilo. I drop them off the beach. Let's let's dry dock the boat. Okay, pull I'm, up, I'm gonna go ahead and ask. I'm gonna ask oh. Keyleth. Go ahead and make a stealth check, in shark form. A shark stealth, stealth shark. While while this is going on. So yeah, uh, you have, the dex bonus of a shark's form is zero. So just go ahead and roll a d20. That's not true. It's plus one. <laughs> a giant shark. According to you. Says the one. It's a zero. Dex is eleven. Oh. Giant shark. Yeah. I was at shark argument. It's okay. It's okay. Seventeen. Yeah. Seventeen. Okay. Yes. As you deftly drag the boat uh, at just the right distance to curve around this, right. this this large subterranean form, 
it doesn't seem to take notice and eventually drifts far enough away where you can no longer make its uh, make any sort of visual connection with its form. For now. You make your way to the side of the beach. For now. You drag up to the point where the ship begins to hit the gravel. You kind of move, curve to the side and it <laughs> lifts up and comes to a rest at the top of the gravel beach. You guys all step off the boat oh, and you're now. Okay, so Grog, you go ahead and haul the boat up. I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace on all of us right now. Okay. I go ahead and unshark myself. Okay. And I'm going to look for bad things. Yeah, okay, what's the what's the layout of the bee? Is it just I think a, we should all stealth just beach? in case. Okay, so. Okay. Looking, looking at the beach here, it's an open, open beach. You can see there are a few rock formations, like small 10, 15 foot tall portions of uh, like stalagmites or stone that have been either originally been here for a long time or have been constructed or put there to jut out of part of the beach. Um, but for the most part, it's just an open gravel beach that slowly comes to stop at the edge of the cavern, and there is a tunnel about 15, 20 feet wide is ahead there, of you. Is there like a half-submerged Statue of Liberty or anything? Planet of the Apes. Perception check? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you blew it up! I got a 16 for 16. perception. Uh, you do not see any sort of half-submerged Statue of Liberty. <laughs> my apologies. Are we, how, how far away are we from, from the, the main island? Is it like Dumbo to Manhattan distance, or...? I'd yeah, I'd say it's probably about a good half a mile or so. Okay. All right. Not bad. I would like to perceive if Lady Kima has been giving me any second looks after I intimidated old flat wings. <laughs> Make a perception check. Make a Ten plus probably nothing. Yeah, nothing. Ten. It's hard to tell. She seems very focused on the task at hand. Her eyes have been, for the most part, up in the air around you. Unfortunately, Grog, you don't think she's paying much mind to you at the moment because she's more concerned about keeping the group alive and where you guys are currently headed. Well, yeah, Grog. You have to try harder to get her attention. Try again next time. It's okay. It's okay, Grog. Can we look um, around the and see if anything, anything dangerous looks yeah. like it's around? Look, I'm looking up on the ceiling of the anything. Yeah. Now, now, now that you know kind of the idea of what to look for for a cloaker, uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Twenty-nine. Okay. You guys glance around and currently looking at the walls and the exterior of this beach area, nothing matches the description of what you saw in the previous cavern. Uh, the time being, it looks relatively safe on this part of the beach. Okay. And there's cave? There's a singular cave on the far end. Like it kind of, it lets in, there's a slight like out, uh, outcropping, and then it leads into that one 20-foot wide cavern that goes deeper. I'm gonna cre creep up just to the edge of the cave. I'm not gonna go in, and then, is it a separate perception check? For the inside of the cave as well? Uh, that would be yes. Yeah, all right. But I see we want to make a stealth check when yeah. we go up there? Yep. Stealth check first. Stealth check is good. It's a uh, 21, uh, 31. 31, okay. So making your way up, you kind of dodge from uh, low to the side of the beach, jumping from these strange stone platform to stone platform, kind of keeping them for cover. You make your way up against the side of the wall, begin to glance inside, go to make a perception check. <clears throat> uh, and that is 19. 19. It's, it's pitch black in the cavern, you have no light source. Unfortunately, you have dark vision, which does help you to a certain extent. You cannot see the entirety of the cavern, but you can see about, let's say, let's say 40 to 60 feet in. Um, the beach gravel comes to a halt and it becomes to this kind of smoothish stone uh, flooring. You don't see anything particularly that catches your attention. Manufactured or made, or, or just uh, cave? It, like it, it looks. It looks like it has some natural kind of change the topography. Like it, it doesn't. It's not like a, a polished floor. Right. But it's definitely been worn over time. Can we? Um, be from water. Is this cold? Trying to look in. It could be, it could be a tide. Cave. We have we have firewood bundles and stuff. And wet. So that was a really cold. Oh, 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 oh
It's very hard to know should that we, it's dark in there. If should we just light it up and see what's light happening? Light it up or light it up. You would have to. All right. Lighting a party. Hey, Tiberius. Tiberius. Oh, light. <laughs> okay. So as you cast light on the arrow, it's blinding you. You know at this point to close that one eye as you release it in the distance. Oh, wait, wrong it. <laughs> there you go, that's the one. <laughs> right, right. Uh, you fire the arrow into the uh, the depth of this cavern. Before the the light spell distance wears off, it kind of arcs inward and it hits the back wall and ricochets off. Looking inside, the far wall, it all looks like a natural cavern interior. Um, the light is the same glowing white light that you're used to. Once it enters the deep part of the cave, the light almost gets a purplish hue before it's snuffed out. Huh. This doesn't seem very good. Wait, the light um, gets a purplish hue? Yeah, the white light becomes purple and then is snuffed. I want to uh, check, you want to kind of check the team? So ch- check for any uh, nasty magic. Uh, at this distance, it's hard to make up any sort of source. You don't sense anything directly at your distance. You probably have to get deeper in the cave to make a true. Uh, well, a true assessment of the magical source. Oh, you didn't have ten to your Hmm. You have passed for another trace now too. So that. Oh, well, I already. So my I stealth already, was yeah. at a. Full, so my stealth was at a forty-one. Jeez. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do we do? We gotta get someone's going in. I mean. Oh, anybody going? Yeah, man. No. No. <laughs> no, if anyone's stealth going that. in, send me, and I'm at a 41 stealth. And if we stay on the beach, we're in view of the of the yeah, main we gotta, island. We got to try to hide. A so little. the arrow's not still <laughs> lit anywhere. No. It just went through. Can you light Tiberius and just get some light in there? Can yes. you put some daylight uh, in there? Tiberius, uh, my dagger. Do the what dagger. If it's dark. Oh, are you sure? That means that thing will be bright the whole time. Man, I, I would lose stealth. Yes, you would. Uh, <clears throat> Pike, can you check to see if this is there? I have dark vision. Can yeah. you see if I see a lot of you guys. You see you see what? Okay, so what we all do? Like evil, you bad? Throw some, yeah, just like light, light a fire. Let's just light a fire and throw it in there. Right? Non-magical. Yeah, oh, well, I mean. <clears throat> yeah, throw a torch in. Yeah, let's just toss a sure. torch. That's not magic. So. All right, I pull one of the three torches we have and uh, Tiberius, will you? Oh, me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a nice long throw. <laughs> All right, so the, so Tiberius's flame breath <laughs> coalesces and begins to to ignite the tip of the torch as Grog lobs it in <laughs> end over end. You see it hits the far end of the cavern, topples and hits the ground. The fire itself, the bright red burning as it comes to rest, takes on once again what do I a see? strange purplish view. Do the half elves and the and the and the gnomes see anything when there's light going through? Yeah. Uh, you see nothing. In particular, you you catch up what looks almost like small whiffs of almost like a, like a mist or a fog, but like oh. it is kind of like and then vanish. I don't think we should go in there. I do. Like there's just evil. Almost like the, there's this this perpetually materializing and dematerializing tufts of small cloud or smoke. Ghosts. Forget this. Forget this cave. Keyleth, can you do that thing you do where you make? Uh, the beach look like an like an empty beach or something other than it is. Can we camp on the beach and start and going like back? Can you block off I the can. cave so they can't let's, come out? Let's do that. I agree. I, uh, I'm tired. Well, what if <laughs> this is like a clue or something important? Yeah, oh. we've never we've never shied away from a confrontation before. <gasps> Pike, can you sense if there's any nasties down there? Can I use dispel magic? You can attempt to, yeah. Okay, I'll attempt. Okay. So, Pike, as you step up to the mouth of the cave, 
you kind of looking where the torchlight is, you go ahead and cast a spell magic. As you you formulate your divine energy, gra- grasping onto your symbol of Saren Ray around your neck, you see this kind of strange pulsing shimmer of divine energy that clears out the area. The purplish hue to the light vanishes, oh. and the, the light becomes a natural torchlight for a moment, and all the whiffs of smoke vanish, and slowly filter back into the space. We don't need to go in there. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, if only we had someone who could go under the ground and be one with the earth and just sort of pop up in there and look around. No? But she'll be popping up into the wisps. Yeah, but she'll be fine. Oh. Wall it up. Wall it up. I can just wall it up. Can we see anything sparkly? Oh. Can we look in and see if there's we anything that yeah, looks... Do I see any shapes and colors of sparkly things? <laughs> It's hard to tell. You can't see the entire cavern from this distance because it kind of like it, the cavern opens up and then curves around. There's a whole portion you can't see without entering it. Um, Here's what I think. All right, we don't need to whack every problem over the head, and we have something far more important than than whatever's in there. Right, Lady Kima. Right. I suggest Kima, we go and rest. I believe we can Kima get some answers. We can get some respite. I think we have a specific goal at this point in time, and who knows what dangers or terrors roam these tunnels aside from our specific directional choice at this moment. The only question is, do we want to try to rest here under some sort of illusion, or do we go to the island? We can see... No, 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 because the island's way over here. We rest here, we take ships. This is an island. Oh, that island. We could sail there, to the northern, uh, the northwestern edge of the island. There's some sort of structure there. I think we rest up before we do that. What if there's something in this cavern that you wall it up? Well, Can you wall it up? Between you and, and Tiberius with those columns and stuff? Could. Yeah, and then you'll rest. How about we'll this? Rest. How about this? I don't need to rest, so I can How about just I do what, what Scanlan says? Oh, hello. And because I've we've had a short rest. Yes, I know. I, I think this is the first time I've said this ever. Well, we'll maybe I'll try what Scanlan says and I'll, I'll turn into a rock elemental and just bamf in there and see if there's anything oh. good, and if it's bad, I'll just run out and make a rock oh. wall. And okay. Okay. All right, we'll, we'll all be ready to attack on the outside. Maybe. Okay. Go for it. Yeah, let's go for it. This is right. a terrible plan. I think it's a great yeah, idea. Yeah, let's, do it. let's send in one person. <laughs> for I like it. As soon as I see a royalty going. All right, so you all kind of gather yourself around the exterior of the cave, you get into defensive positions and can prepare. I, can I ask one quick question before we go? Regardless of what happens, if there is something shitty in here or not, are we camping here afterward? Yes. yes. For sure? All right, yes. then I click my boots of haste. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and ca- uh, cast Enhance Ability on myself before I do that and give myself uh, extra, extra wisdom. All right, extra wisdom. I want to be a perceptive bastard while I'm in so, there. So, Keyleth transforms herself into her uh, earth elemental form. That's what rocks say. Uh, uh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna inspire her with a little, like, just a little, like a, a little dolphin dance or something. <laughs> what? Whatever that is. I don't know. I'm just gonna. Uh, it's hard to explain why, but his strange shimmy is slightly inspiring. <laughs> You've learned something about yourself today that you hope nobody else wants to bring up in conversation. Uh, you get a D10 inspiration dice. As soon as awesome. I see, as soon as That's I see, uh, Keyleth go off, I rub my ring and go invisible. Okay. Um, so as you guys all mount into your defensive positions, Keyleth, 
Are you going straight through? Are you burrowing beneath, above? Burrow beneath. Okay. So we'll go. So bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> this large earth elemental form takes a few lumbering steps forward and begins to just sink into the sand and gravel below. Just. Oh wait, wait, wait. Have you guys seen this one? As <laughs> <laughs> I go into the ground. Most awkward earth elemental. Exit ever. Um, I laugh. I'll take the elevator. I I think it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Frogs, loud laughter, billows, echoing through the cavern. You make your way underneath the ground, kind of using your tremor sense to formulate where the the top of this cavern would be, and you poke your head through the floor. Looking into this, you can see now there are portions of this cavern where it looks like elements of the mithril veins that you saw that the the, uh, the subterranean craghammer mines were currently pulling from okay. seem to now spread down into this cavern network. There are small kind of veins that kind of trickle through the rock in this cavern of mithril. Um, you also look up and uh, make a perception check with advantage, right? Because because this is yep. because I asked. Uh, that's a thirteen. Is a nineteen. I'll take that one. All right, so um, uh, uh, twenty-nine. Nice, twenty-nine. Yeah. You take a moment and formulate your vision. The, the the firelight kind of still trickling through, although you have uh, dark vision. Um, you look about the room and you can see uh, there is just a strange energy about the room. There's something about this room that feels similar to when you encountered the the frost plane during the first western. Winter's Veil encounter. Um, there's a form, there's a type of energy that seems to to be brought into being whenever you've caught a mind flayer shifting and bamfing out of any sort of combat you come into. There's something about this room that seems like it's crossing over or has a thin barrier with some other planes. Ooh. Um, you, don't, you don't see a particular doorway, but it just feels like this is there is there is a very thin veil here. And what you as you kind of focus more on the vicinity, you can see what looks like little bits of energy that leak through. That mist you were seeing seems to be elements where the actual reality of this room is warping temporarily and shifting. It's like Stargate. Can I, <laughs> um, I, can I take a little like piece of rock and just kind of chuck it in? Toss it up. You take it and you throw it up. It, sh- it arcs across, hits the other side of the room and clatters to the ground. As it clatters to the ground, you suddenly see lightning quick. Five of these large, fast-moving, slithering, weird creatures, all of a sudden, that were up against the wall and nigh visible at this point, strike at the rock and seem to almost start fighting each other for whatever that movement was. You see them, they're large, kind of bluish and purple in color when it shifts in its form with these sharp beaks and what looks like four tentacles that kind of wrap out from the face. What? What? That's familiar. Maybe they're make friendly. A, make a nature check if you want. Familiar. No, this would be this would be our Arcana. Are you making this up? Yeah. A what? A what? Arcana. This wouldn't be nature. Arcana. All right. Um, You've got like a number there. I've no, got a, no. a vague number. Do it. Nope. Uh, the eleven. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Plus four, fifteen. Okay. Is it Arcana? Is it? Intellect, though it's not wisdom, is it? I used Scanlan's die. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Fifteen. Um, the best you, you you're unable to really make out more than you've heard of creatures like this. Um, like most aberrations and cre- creatures that seem to, to bleed over from from different planes of existence, uh, this one is not an aberration in its form. 
This is just an, subterranean monstrosity. Uh, it's, known as, it's known as a Grick. A Grick. And essentially, it looks kind of Brock's like cousin. I like your name. that. Show the people at home. So you have a look at this. I automatically don't like it. Uh, and as they all take a moment and realize that whatever they were fighting over is not living and not moving, they hiss at each other and slowly kind of find other alcoves and what you can now see are small kind of caves that are dug into the rock nearby. Something draws them to this room, as any natural space with this type of strange fluctuating energy would, would do so. Um, but they're not necessarily bleeding from the other plane. Correct. They come from this plane. It seems to be, yeah. They're not, they're not too weird, <laughs> to put it in a weird I mean, they're like, you know. They're weird, but they're not too Beak worms weird. with tentacles, but they're yeah. not too Yeah, you've weird. seen it all. Yeah. Yes, they're not wearing sombreros so or take anything. My so what are you doing, Keyleth? Are you staying in there? Um, no, I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna seep back down. <laughs> okay. Take the stairs, though. And I'm gonna take the stairs, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, after a few moments, uh, Keyleth reappears, Inter- but before uh, I reappear, I go, Grog, we're about. <laughs> she's in the flow, and she's in a boat. <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> it is pretty funny. <laughs> Will you teach for, me that? Sometime? For a moment? Uh, no. For a split second, as you're doing that, you realize that laughter is probably very audible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not a, not an elemental. Come on, come on, come on. So, so as, as as you start laughing, uh, you <gasps> revert back from elemental form. I go. Shh, 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 shh. Come on, okay. Come on. Wait, did you see Keely? Wait, is she back? Yeah. Yes, she's oh, the elemental form is back, and she's now back in Keely. Laughing like that form on the beach. <laughs> I'm um, not. I, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, but we're still laughing. Thanks, Ty. <laughs> I, I'm laughing just a little bit. <laughs> I maybe peed a little bit. Pike is chuckling. <laughs> what was it? I stopped laughing. What was the beginning? It seemed like it was, it had like dimension door properties, but I don't know if it was necessarily at full dimension door strength. Creatures? Uh, there were creatures. There, there appeared to be um, these things that I've heard of called gricks. They're like, They're like bears. worms with Beaks and tentacles. Oh, I've heard of Gricks. They're really fast. Yeah, they're super fast. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, man. I studied the Underdark. Come on. All right. They did this whole kind of like hungry, hungry hippos thing. Oh. But you said it was a gate to another dimension. I. I it just. It seemed to be some sort when of we, dimensional type of gateway. I don't we know. We should just. Which uh, if we come across any people that we uh, can beat information out of, we might want to ask them if this is a known thing, like a gateway back to maybe somewhere, our whole, or the no, I think they would probably go to like the abyss or something. Or, or a shortcut into the, into into the, the temple. temple. I wonder, I do they out, attack things that, like really fast, they seem really fast, right? The glick things, yeah. yeah. I wonder if, Percy, can you make a bomb? Oh, uh, he did already. Hungry, hungry hippo I've got bomb. It. Uh, I have a bomb. Can you throw the bomb in there and they would all maybe attack it and so then maybe smart. blow it up? Oh, oh, maybe. Smart. Maybe just hit some of them. Do it. Can do we want to go in there? Because we can. We can certainly do I it. Mean, throw well, it once again, if you if, what happens. if we take a few minutes and I take another breather because you know. Being a rock elemental kind of takes it out of you for a little bit. If you guys can make some bombs, I can kind of go back in there as an elemental and 
Actually, Still, I, have a, I, have you know. a, I think that's a good idea. Percy, yes. uh, it, it, the bomb that you, Siskanon, uh, is holding, it, could you possibly um, fix a thing around it to possibly hold the magical properties? I have not the slightest clue how to do that. Uh, uh, you can use some of this, uh, one of the glass, uh, one of my pose, uh, what do you call those fucking things? Files. Yes. Yeah, so you want? Are we? Are we right outside the mouth of the cave? We are right now? kind of really close. Can we? To it. Can we just get away from the mouth of the cave? Just like take and a step back. Who needs to back? rest? Let's just show of hands. Who needs to rest? I'm gonna, so I'm gonna rest while rest. they talk. This is a good rest idea, though. Figure out a plan. Tip of hoods. Do you have any fireballs left in you? <laughs> Tea money. What do you think? <laughs> I cast silence on that. <laughs> I cast Dispel Magic. <laughs> <laughs> counterspell! <laughs> Counter Counterspell! Do you have Counterspell? You don't have Counterspell. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, go ahead. Both of you guys go ahead. Wait, well, no, you oh go ahead and roll your Counterspell roll. So roll. Counterspell just fizzles his shit. Oh, what level is your spell? Uh, it's a level 3 spell. See, so, yeah, no, your spell just. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it! <laughs> and, and I don't silence it. Oh. I, I, would I, did I have to roll anything to do that? No. Oh, cool. And he has to make a save to silence. Am I silenced or make a make a what's the save on that one? Uh, seventeen. Right, but what's what's the actual save? Is it is it wisdom? Is it intelligence? Mm-hmm. Well, it's a, I rolled pitifully, so it probably doesn't matter. I just know it's a hundred and twenty feet range. <laughs> I should write the other stuff down. <laughs> I'm going to drink. Tiberius, was that well, no, there really is no save There's no save. No, it wasn't. So yeah, but so yeah, yes, I do have five holes left. <clears throat> And I dispel it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was gonna. Okay. Uh, I'm unpredictable. I could try. I could try to like. Hey. I have a spiritual weapon. You're going to die. So maybe I could try to create like a crazy ass bomb. Yes. Type I, of thing. That's what we're talking about. We have a bomb. You, you do know that in the essence of spiritual weapon, it creates a weapon that is, is partially. Um, uh, in, in, in the form with, with your deity's weapon of choice or preference, it's mainly melee okay. weapons. Like, you nothing too weapons. too intricate. We, we are not making okay. a holy hand grenade. We already have a, bomb. I have, a bomb. I have a bomb. I have a bomb. I have a bomb. I have a bomb. With what Vax is it. getting to, Percy, uh, is <clears throat> if you could fashion such a thing, or if I could be. I mean, I'll just. Throw the try bomb to in, they it. attack it, then you can then throw a fireball at the fireball same time. At the same time. We just. We just have to get them in a cluster. Yeah. Can I attempt to imbue the bomb with a fireball in it? No, that is a delayed blast fireball, which is a higher level spot. Okay. One two punch. One two punch. Dude, Stanley, toss it. Uh, wait, I'm not a good thrower. Is well, that what you call you it, thrower? Give it to me, and I can. I'll do my. I'll go in as an elemental. That's dexterity. But you can't. Can you? No, we just throw it. We just, just throw it. it. Dexterity. Oh, oh, yeah, but then you're gonna have to sure. hit it to, with to light it. So how 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 time this well? How far? Um, who has so, dexterity? Who you have a bomb? So I, I have a bomb. Hold it out in your hand, please. I don't want to touch it. It's a saddlebag bomb. I mean, oh, how, yeah. I'm not trying to get so it good. into a basket. I mean, we've thrown several things in. We just need to throw it into the cave. In. Yeah, right. Grog, I cast Are you a good uh, I pick up the bomb. That'll work. Okay. That'll work, too. <laughs> and I start guiding it in the cave. It's so hard to just throw Very a freaking fast. bomb Wait, in. Wait, it's in. It's already in. Danny's dying. Pay attention, Ranger. So the bomb that was constructed ages ago by Percy, originally intended to put on a summoned pony. Yes. Never got to use it. But now it's finally being used. Tiberius, you approach the edge of the cavern. Go ahead and make a stealth make check. But how do we, See, how do we, how do we? Uh, He'll light it. A what check? A stealth check. check. Um, you just hit. We don't want it to be stealth. I'm still invisible. Right, so you would have advantage on that. Oh, dope. 
And you have passed without a trace. Yes. Um, what's my cause? Uh, uh, invisibility, and, invisibility and telekinesis are both concentration spells. You would lose your invisibility to cast telekinesis. All right, well, 21. A 21 total? Is what, is what I rolled. In the first roll? Yes. Okay. Plus right. 10. I rolled a plus 10 from plus 10 for her, for I rolled 13 the second time. Okay, gotcha. So as you make your way up to the edge of the cavern, you, you come in partially, you guide the bomb towards the back, and you lob it towards the far end. This kind of large, awkward, saddlebag-style construct of Percy's design made of leather, metal bands, um, it was, hits the back wall. We're proud of that. As soon as, I, as soon as I let go, I cast invisibility myself again. Okay. And uh, that's all. I'm gonna wait. What happens? Yeah, you okay. Let's find the out. The bomb hits the wall, hits the ground, tumbles for a second, then awkwardly slumps over itself. At which point, in a blur of motion, the strange hissing sound, a bunch of momentum hits the room, and you see all these creatures begin attacking. As soon as I hear things. that noise, fireball. Okay. You aim down. Release the point. So, the fireball impacts the far end of the wall where the, where the cluster of these strange worm creatures are. It explodes with a loud, blasting, echoing explosion sound. I'm doing this. Hold your ears. Go ahead and roll damage on that. I take my shield and put it in front of a couple people, maybe. Um. Scanless. Any way that you can absorb yeah. this sound? The sound, yeah. Can we nope. cast silence? And <laughs> too late. He's casting oh, okay. seven spells right now. So All right, so, how much damage is that? Shit. Once we finish this math, this explosion uh, is gonna be really cool. Really <laughs> 32. 32 points of damage? Yeah. Blast open, Percy, go ahead and roll 4d6 points of damage from the actual bomb as the fireball detonates the saddlebag simultaneously with the explosion of the, fire, of the fireball. Uh, 14 points of damage for 4d6. Okay. All right, great. So, simultaneously, you guys hear the actual, you can feel the, the sand shift and move, and some part of the beach kind of, some of the gravel moves and kind of rocks a little bit. Um, smoke comes, black, pitch black smoke comes pouring out of the cavern. You kind of have to like guide yourself. Um, as the smoke slowly clears, you kind of get a glance in there and you can see there are bits and pieces and chunks of Grick matter across uh. the wall on the inside of the cavern, with some gaping half bodies of these creatures just kind of torn <laughs> open from the explosion. Yes. Um, there is nothing living and nothing moving from what you can see yeah. in the center oh. of this cavern. Let's go in. Nice. Wait, the occasional oh. chunks dripping yeah, off the ceiling. Oh. Take okay. a couple of steps in and, and perception. Perception check. Oh God. Fifteen. It was a good bomb. It was person. a very good oh, bomb. Thank you for crafting it for me. I'm what do I owe you? 18 plus 2. Your life uh, at this point. I've, and a song. Okay. You owe me a song. Glancing through, Maybe uh, you can see the one. small tunnels that these creatures kind of house God. themselves in as kind of a defensive position. These creatures are not hunters, they're more scavengers, but they, they, they fight in packs and wait for things to find their way in. This tunnel was definitely a place where they, they do that to, to keep fed. Uh, however, this tunnel appears to be empty other than the strange phenomenon of this energy in the tunnel. I feel we should camp magic? here for the night. In, or in, day, uh, or whenever the heck the this is. Is there anything that can come through the portal? I have an idea, everyone. Is there a portal? Before you move, just before we make plans, is there is there a portal or make something? Our, make our okay. Something funky in here. Yes, of course. Sixteen. As you take a moment and kind of step inside and kind of feel the essence of it, there is no portal. Uh, there is no doorway, there is no tear, there's just a very thin veil between this plane and another. You're unable to really ascertain the nature of what this energy coming through, but you can see there is these strange 
warps into reality. As you walk into this room, you look at your hands, and for a second, your fingers kind of bend and go back to form. As you look at other people's faces, they kind of twist and shift and then go back. You don't know if it's just a purely visual thing or matter itself is actually twisting, but it's a very discombobulating being in this room for an extended period. Clarota, what are we looking at in here? Uh, Clarota, as he kind of enters behind you guys, his hands together and goes, This, I believe, is the veil where Kavarn stepped into the cavern. Yes, exactly. That's what I was going to say earlier. Okay. Tiberius. What? Me, Clarota. That's what I do to Clarota. Tentacles kind of writhe around Clarota's maw. That means he likes me. This, this is a boundary, a thin membrane between this prime material plane and elements of the far realm. Ooh, the far realm? Yes. Do you think we could, after a rest, of course, conjure a way to break the barrier and possibly go you to that side? wish not to do that. Close your mind. Break. Ooh, that would be awful. I need it. Uh, Clarota, is this <laughs> is this a possible thing that we should maybe shut down? Could, could uh, Kavarn send his allies through here? We have not the power to shut this down. It is how they overlap. Is it safe to be near it? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Well, at least we know this beach is secure. We should go out in the front and what would happen? seal this up for the night. You were rather loud. I'm afraid could things might be drawn to this beach. Could this veil... We could keep watch and kind of... Uh, I don't need to rest, though. Could this veil exist in sunlight? They were hearing stuff inside. I do not know. I have not traveled on the boundary myself. I wonder what would happen if Kavan was cut off from the other side of this. That was exactly what I was yeah. thinking. Yes. Maybe it would be good to block it off. Or collapse it. At least wall it off on our way out. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good idea. I like it. Do that, you two. Like, completely cave it in? Yeah, no, just, 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 just Use wall, your wall rock. Earth, earth meld it. I don't think throwing up a... Stone wall is going to necessarily stop. No, but can't you like use your rock changing ability and I can wish all the rocks down and close the cave off? I can Just spin time, essentially collapsing the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, like, we, I start kicking sand we, and gravel. Wait, and how wide? How wide is the the, the, the slimmest version? The slimmest Keep going, Rob. You'll get there. Uh, get it. Uh, it's about 20, 25 feet. We can camp, but it's only going, been Rob. six or seven hours since we since we woke up. Really? So I know well, where it's been longer. It was six or seven hours when we were on that we're side. Getting, of that thing. Which yeah. We did take about eight hours or so since you. Eight hours? All right. Some of us can stay up. I can stay up, keep watch. Me too. Well, here, um, there's still things I want to do. Yes. Spill it, girl. Spill it. Um, Clarota. His, his tentacles quiver as you call his name, and he kind of looks over at you with a, a, a curious. Hungry to be of service expression on his tentacled mind flare face. Do you have anything that might assist me in a scrying spell to help spy on Kavarn? Maybe um, 
uh, something in his image, or even... I have not seen Kavarn with my mind or my eyes. I have only heard of him arriving after I was cast out of my colony. I have no... of a dream. Wait, but I had, a, I had a vision, I had a dream. So you know what he looks like? Do you know what he looks like? Well, what I saw was like a... Well, there's Jesus you're reading by. <laughs> it's just, I'm, 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 it's what I do and I'm thinking. I, I had a little snack pouch. Crackers. Crackers. All right. Sounds legit. It's so sort of like a... Cheese it. A single, uh, twisted, <clears throat> sort of unnatural black horn. Kima mentions you and says this, that, that is what we're trying to prevent making its way to the surface. I see. Okay. That's the but Horn of Orcus. Maybe you can envision the Horn. Oh, so that's not, the horn would that work? Hmm, I don't know. I'm not a scrying type. If you'll excuse me, I reach into my pouch and I pull up the scroll of telescription. Mm-hmm. I enchant it to reach my brother Gerard. I write on it, dear brother, Seems I'm a bit of a pickle with a certain type of creature that can take control of others with his mind and uh, do nasty things. Goes by the name of Kavan, and the only thing I know about him is he has a black horn. Please help. Love, Tiberius. I put a little uh, cologne on that page. <laughs> he can't it, smell it. Yeah, but it makes it's always a nice gesture. And, <laughs> and I send it. Okay, so the, 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 the scribe material rolls up on itself and vanishes in front of you. Um, hopefully he answers back uh, promptly. Zerod uh, uh, is a warlock and is a, a, a wizard of the mind's arcana, things I do not know of. He could possibly help us and have uh, quite access to great knowledge of this matter. Phone a friend! I like it. nice. Oh, well, I guess while we wait for him to re- respond, I'm gonna go ahead and start um, using all of my like stone shape in my, yes, I'm gonna start start bringing down this tunnel. I'm gonna work on the boat. Just start collapsing it. Okay. This, this can I? All right. Oh, While she's doing that, can I use my primeval awareness and um, see if there's anything undead or aberrations or things that um, are around us that are like seeming more active? And you have a long distance you can pull that one. Yeah. You take a moment and concentrate, not in your immediate vicinity, you do sense that across the way, on that island, yeah. there are hundreds of aberrations. Hun- hundreds? Hundreds. Different. You, can, you can't make out too many details, you just feel, you sense the presence, you see clusters, you see some wandering the outskirts of the island, and the center of the island you sense there is one very strong source of aberration-based <sighs> essence. On the outskirts of the island? No, in the center. In the center. So, wait, I'm, I'm sensing would that help you to know that Kavarn is an aberration? I'd assume anything helps, it, I guess. I, I'm sensing and a really fact- strong energy of an aberration in the middle of town. Aberration in the center. And that's something that would have come out of this portal, right, Clarota? Clarota kind of gives you a look to Most likely, or at least is related to the kin from the other side of the veil. Mm-hmm. Wait, what, what, what? Or at least it's related to the kin from the other side of the veil. I, sp- I speak Clarota. Thank you. <clears throat> Any attention, Druid? 
I was He said, pay attention, Drew. <laughs> I was <laughs> While all this is going on, uh, I just sort of go near Lady Kima and I start humming, uh, uh, I'm gonna cast a suggestion on her. Okay. Or try to, I'm just gonna say, uh, no makes you want to check out Grog's bod. No makes you want to <laughs> check out his bod and sweat him so hard. Is that B-52? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. I'll go over to the water and scoop myself and pour it over myself. <laughs> as, you, as, you, as you're doing this, Grog, Kima, who's, who at this point, as you guys have this conversation, is is currently like rewrapping the leather on the handle of the, uh, the malt that you found earlier in the cavern, uh, stops what she's doing glances over at Scanlan with a very stern look and goes, no, I mean no disrespect when I say, toy with my mind again, and you'll find the business end of this hammer right up your rectum. Oh. <laughs> that is the part that I need for shitting on bed, so I will, uh, I apologize. I apologize. You bothered me I'm enough sorry. recently with your antics. I, and she does that, she kind of motions towards your nether region. I would like to stay, oh. oh. Yeah. I watch it. That's, I do call it my antic, but yes. <laughs> You're right, I'm sorry, that was disrespectful. I apologize. I apologize. Oh, I tried, man. Come she on, I'm a wingman. Scan the wingman. Wing she said, she didn't say ant dick, she said ant <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thanks. Did it work? I don't think so, Grog. Right. As we're taking a rest of this moment to prepare for mm-hmm. whatever you guys want to do next, let's go ahead and take a quick restroom break for the group. Hello, I'm Matthew Mercer, and you're listening to the Critical Role Podcast. I hope you're enjoying the adventures of Vox Machina. Now we return to the action. All right, so to bring this back to where we were, um, so you guys have been putting around, after clearing out this cavern on the north end shore of this large uh, cave surrounding Yugvaril, um, what is your current plan of action? While they've been sleeping, I took my Wait, axe. Did we sleep? You guys haven't, haven't been resting at all. Oh, no. Just been no. preparing. Like you rested. No, we haven't rested. I've been collapsing that cavern. You managed to make a way where, like, the, the central kind of focal point, or the, uh, the 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 pinch point of this cavern's entrance, you managed to eventually just carve all the stone to close it off. Okay. Tiberius. Uh, yes. Has your brother gotten back to you yet? Um, I mean, um, he should have got the message also, uh, immediately. I'm pretty sure he's either researching it or before he answers. About, uh, say, about 20 minutes to be doing this uh, as you're having this discussion. Uh, a small slip of parchment apparates in front of you with like a flash of purplish energy. Uh, written upon it, it says, <coughs> it says, Tiberius, <coughs> you speak of the Far Realm, which I am quite familiar with. There are many aberrations. Uh, however, I do not know the name Kavarn per se. In my research, there are many things that can fall into the description you say. It's vague enough. Unfortunately, I have not much to go off of. If you had perhaps an image or a visual description of this creature, I'd be able to help. But at the moment, I have no way of giving you any more knowledge. My apologies. And sign it. May I see this? Hmm. Draconiar noir. Hmm. You're astute. Um. Well, I say that all that. I start digging a ditch with my axe in the sand. Okay. I'm Are gonna work on the wrong? on the camouflage. Don't okay. worry about it. Don't make a move. Take your check. Can I? Is? Are we in the cavern? No, we're on the beach. Right? We're on the beach. Oh, thank God. 
Can we hear any kind of um, movement coming from the other island? Does it seem like they heard those explosions? Are we safe here? The island itself, they said it's about a quarter to a half mile away. Um, it's hard to be able to tell from this distance with no light source. Mm. Uh, any movement whatsoever over there, or any uh, okay. sound to make oh, so it's there. really dark. Yes, uh, other than the bioluminescent uh, fungal plant life and forest that coats this side, you have no light source on that side right. okay. whatsoever. And it's just faint enough where you can make the kind of the outline of the island itself, but beyond that, you have very little visual. Um, Let's sleep. Can I gather? Is there any type of like stone or or rock or debris with the residual energy from the? Like purple misties of his realm. What's it doesn't realm? necessarily cling. It's more of a presence thing than it is a material clinging energy. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Also, I'm sorry, if, if it's this dark in here, we lit up the cave. They would have seen, anyone on that island would have seen that. I don't think it's very safe here. <coughs> <clears throat> well, we can. Where do you want to go? He's doing a camouflage thing, and she can make it look like nothing's let's, on the. I know yeah. that, but they no one camouflaged the explosion of fire that lit up the cave. Then let's get out of here. Why don't we go to the the island and see if we can make camp? Let's head. Let's head to those little buildings off the off the corner. There. Um, right? not yet. I do not think what? that is wrong. Um, I'm gonna sit down near where the like far, the far plane portal is. Which you've already closed off at this point in time. Yeah, I want to. I want to be like near it, though. So you're near the edge of the wall where you've already locked it off. Right. Okay. So you get closer to that presence. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, just so I can be close to it. <coughs> and um, Clarota, Pike, do any of you want to help me in this? What are you scrying doing? Scrying spell. Oh. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do my scrying spell. Oh, okay. I can assist because I have that as well. You do have you do have scrying as a spell. Um, I, I would say if you both expend, if you have it prepared. I don't know if you have, do you have spine, scrying prepared? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll see what we can do. Can, can I say that because I prepared it, I can be like, here's my book, you can borrow it. Well, see, uh, I wrote for, it down. For druids, druids it's not so much it. a spell book, more than it is just an innate nature you pull. You have a book for your own note-taking, but the actual spell itself comes from just you harnessing the divine energy of nature around you. Um, so there wasn't, wouldn't be a way that she'd be able to help you in that spell more than just probably a slight bonus to the DC, but I'll keep that in mind. Uh, Scanlan, can you um, give me some meditation music? I, can I, would that help with yeah. Okay. Definitely an inspiration. Your Highness, hold on a second, wait a minute. Oh. What? I think we're doing this a bit prematurely. Why? She can just do it again tomorrow. If she fails, he will know where we are. Yeah. True. He knows we're here already. We just he already he possessed the queen and said, "Welcome, you're my treasured guests." Remember that? He knows impressed. exactly it's where we are. That's a good it point. is because That's he had eyes to look through. 
He yeah. seems to be pretty powerful and all-knowing. I'm pretty sure I think this he is probably knows we're fucking He's probably here. just playing with us right now, waiting for us to get there. He but wants. He said, you are our treasured guests. He knows we're coming. To, to inspire Keyleth with her scrying spell, I hop in the ditch up and digging and start going, look, I can do it too. Oh. <laughs> and I stop paddling oh. in the ditch. <laughs> Good job, Grog. You did it. Is that inspiration? You feel inspired. <laughs> no Besides, we're talking about moving anyway, right? So I might as well do it here if we're going to relocate. All right. Plus, I want to be near the energy of the far realm. Maybe it'll help a little bit. Possible. That's what I'm hoping for. Let's go for it. All right. So I'll sing to inspire her. All right. Scry, scry, Miss Keelith, scry. Put your eyeballs to the cavern and tell us why. Oh. Okay. Singing this will be the day that I scry. That's a hard one to do, man. A decent inspiration day that I scry. All right, then. So wait, how many inspiration? Do I get two inspiration dice? No, no. Well, you can only have one inspiration dice in a given point in time, and it's a d10. Okay. But I'm happy because of Grog. Yes, right? you, you are. get happiness. Get so you're happiness. smiling through the spell. Yay. Um, <laughs> all right, so you take 10 minutes to yourself to prepare the ritual. You kind of carve out a portion of the beach where the gravel is most uh, most easy to manipulate, and you begin to set up this extensive scrying ritual. And I want to I want to meditate specifically on the horn, and I want to like use Pike and see if I can channel her vision through with the, the focusing on the horn, Ooh. since that's what we really know. It's okay. pretty much the only thing that we know what it looks like. Okay, so as you draw the circle across the portion of, of, of the gravel and stonework, this is further in the cave, so the, the, the gravel has given them to more solid stonework. You begin to carve across the ground with a small piece of charcoal that you use for your ritual drawings, this giant runic circle. You draw points for you to sit and a point for Pike to sit as well to help you focus on this vision. Once you've taken the 10 minutes to establish all the various material components and kind of littered it with, with pieces of, of dried animal matter, some herbs, and kind of lit a small bowl of incense to the side to help you in the spell, you sit down, take your place, Pike, you take your place, and you begin to concentrate. You draw the essence of the natural, of the natural, the nature energies around you, and begin to project your vision towards the description of this dark horn, pushing what you, th- can best ascertain is the direction of the temple from where this ritual is being conducted. Mm-hmm. All right, so given the circumstances, bonus from that, let's go ahead and make a will save. All right, so. You feel your vision project beyond you. It's a sort of out-of-body experience as the, the energy that makes up Keyleth is no longer given physical form, it's just a drift in the darkness. You feel yourself drawn, pulled almost, like there's an energy that draws you as if poison from a wound. It pulls you upward and you're looking down over the top of this entire cavern suddenly. The darkness tends to fade for a moment and you can make out the general outline of this island. Once again, your vision shh, zooms in and shifts. You can look over the city. You can see Yogvaril over top. Uh, you can see the, the glowing aspects of the, the forest kind of surrounding the outskirts of it. And you can see in the center of this, this ruined city that has been reconstructed in the image of the Illithid the temple that stands. This giant pseudo-pyramid with a flattened top. You can now see it from the top, from the, the, the top overhead view of this, this temple. Uh, it is actually open, and that strange glowing source of green energy you can see is slowly emanating from the top. Your vision is pulled forward again. You feel yourself drawn towards it, and as you come towards the top, you can see the open portion of this temple's roof 
is a crossbeam made of gold or brass, and there is some sort of structure hanging from it that falls deeper into the temple. You then move past this into what is the topmost chamber of this temple. It's dark at first, as your your essence tends to coalesce and, and, and find some sort of visual here. You can see now this brass cross beam that is held aloft in the center of this temple chamber drips down into what is a, a spiral of metal, this, this strange arcane contraption that, that does not match any of the construct of this temple previously. It almost seems like it's been a new addition or is, uh, is taking the place of something else that was a central focus of this chamber. You follow this strange arcane structure about 15 to 20 feet. It comes from the top of the temple chamber to the center, where held aloft underneath it by another 15-foot drop. You see in this dark room a pool a pool of a dull, bluish-purple liquid, and it's pulsing with life and with energy. You now look down, your eyes focus, and in this pool, this 10, 15-foot-wide uh, round pool, you can see with this pulse, almost like a heartbeat of purplish energy, what look like small stones, small purple stones. But they're not stones. They're minds. They're brains their essences, and they're all working together, interconnected. You're looking upon the Elder Brain of Yogvaril, the center of the entire Illithid colony that resides in the center of this chamber. You can see now this green energy that's being brought down from this metallic structure at the top of this temple is being funneled down over and is acting as an arcane prison for the Elder Brain. It's sealing and controlling, essentially, and what uh, you had gathered from your previous discussions with uh, Clorota, this is what has taken the minds of the Mind Flayers and fed them to Kavarn's will. Your focus shifts now from the Elder Brain, and you look around the room, and in the dark shadows of this room, you can see there are cages. There are metal bars. The metal itself, you're unable to really ascertain what the, what the material is, but in each one of these small cages, you see some creatures, some of this realm, some of not. Horrible forms, mutated, torn, some missing limbs, some in the process of slowly dying because they're unable to keep a physical form intact. It's a collection, a horrible, horrible collection of, of malformed entities that are being experimented on, pulled apart, put together. This also serves as seemingly a laboratory for Kavar. And you feel a presence in the room suddenly. Your essence shifts around and you look in the darkness and you see, slowly drifting out of the shadow, a single gnarled black horn. Underneath that horn you can see now a physical form that it adorns. Dark brown leathery skin with slightly pointed edges, almost like scales that form out of portions of this flesh. You see below this horn one large, piercing, sky blue eye that glances up and meets your gaze. As it does from beneath that eye, you see a toothy maw tear into a wide grin. And around the outskirts of the singular eye, numerous other eyes shift around. Coming into the light, you see now a fleshy ball that is drifting in the air itself under its own physical form. This aberration, this horrible entity is now floating forward. You can see metal plates that are grafted to the physical body of this creature. Oh, come on. Apparently, Kavarn has experimented on itself. These eyes are attached to strange finger-like stalks that twist out of its body. These eyes darting around the room, looking at different directions. 
and then they all sh- singularly shift on you at once. As it does, you can feel all of a sudden your presence, which has been drifting through the scrying spell, locked in place. And for a second, you feel like you can't breathe. As Kavarn presses towards you, this fleshy sphere of eye stalks and teeth, this small chuckle billows up from deep within its mouth. <laughs> so, guest, do you like my home? You're welcome any time. At which point the horn seems to glow with this creepy greenish energy and you feel this piercing pain blast into your head. You try and scream but you can't, there's no breath. Go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw. Oh no. Oh god, oh god, oh god. Do I, do I still have my enhance ability up? No, because that's concentration. What does look like to us right now? Keyleth is sweating profusely. Uh, and you can see uh, her, she's I'm walking up to Keelit, and I'm grabbing her by the shirt, and I'm gonna slap her across the face. All right. Um, uh, 27. 27, all right. Nice. Good. You take 11 points of psychic damage and are thrust out of the scry spell. Your vision is pulled out of the top of the temple, and suddenly you're back in your form (laughs) as as a (laughs) sharp pain hits you across the side of the head. (laughs) That's holding you. Christ, what? Why? It looked like Why? a of time. You, you were in pain, you are you all right? Like you were about what? to... Are you, you all got, right? You were in pain, so I thought I'd fucking slap you across the face. Gee. <laughs> are we hitting each other Language. now? Language. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> wow. Just, <laughs> what did you see? What did you see? Hey, we... Yeah, she tells us, right? <laughs> Kavarn's a beholder. <gasps> a beholder? What's that? It is really not a thing we want to fight. It is awful. It is wretched. It will kill all of us if we don't find out a way to kill it. Oh my god. Not only is Kavarn a beholder, Kavarn has been experimenting on himself. And so he has armor grafted on him. And, um. And the horn. And the horn, which. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, wait, what wait. So you said problem? there's a there's something caging the elder brain, right? Yes. Um, it, oh it, that God. that big green light. You see, can we can see? Can we? Is it like the Luxor in Vegas? Can you see the green light? <laughs> uh, it's not a beam, but you do see a slight green glow at the top of the temple in the distance. Okay. You saw it when you first entered, and it's kind of been this this dull beacon whenever so you travel around the island. There's something connected to the top of the the temple that's caging the elder brain. It's like an arcane prison, and all As of the, talking about this, the elder brain. Is it, uh, is it possible to uh, maybe collapse the top of the, of the temple from far away and, and, and release the Elder Brain from its cage and then the, the other Clarota, your, your brethren, could fight the Beholder instead of us? <laughs> Clarota, do you know like, how we could possibly break this prison? Uh, could you tell me what a Beholder is first, since <laughs> I don't know? Oh, right. Big, bad, oh. scary thing. But, with, with finger eyes. Right. What, yeah. DM. I write a detailed. Uh, uh, I'm assuming no, I know. That's a beholder. Oh, the thing on the front of the monster manual. Yes. It's on a, the cover of a. Worst of possible a book. scenario imaginable. It's an icon. That's all you're not going to say. The cover of Dungeons and Dragons Monthly, right? It is the cover. Yes. There's dragon. 
Then bowl. Oh my oh, god. Oh, we've killed a dragon. Yeah. yeah, he's got lots of teeth. Let's brush up. They're, they're, they're tentacle eyes. Each each eye tends to have a different. beam that does a different ability. Yes. Oh. So um, it can it's probably... It's a magic fun bag. It's probably got everything from silence and dispel magic to petrify to a disintegration ray. We're thinking of, with, you're thinking about this wrong, though. You're thinking about this in the wrong direction. The Beholders is not... That's not the goal. The horn is the goal. Even more than that, it's the hundreds of allies we could have. Exactly the right. Mind. Free the Elder Brain, they attack Prison. Him. Is the target. Not the beholder. Right. Not the beholder. We if we can free the elder brain. We don't then, have to fight it ourselves. Then we're not alone. Now what 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 was creating this green light? Where, where was it emanating from? It, it just seemed to be emanating sort of from the top opening of this pyramid that was the main t- temple of the center. Can you, can you just d- describe the top of the pyramid? Can, uh, I'll, I'll give you a detailed description. Essentially, this pyramid comes to a top and then flattens off at the very top. Where you would be a flat surface is instead essentially a windowed opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, were, you don't think it's purely open, like you could just jump through. There is some sort of a glass that coats it, but there is a brass crossbeam at the very top, and then part of this crossbeam holds aloft this strange like series of metallic wires that spiral and intertwine that kind of serves as a conical focus piece. Uh-huh. You can't so see the interior of it, but that is... It, it was almost like a bee, like a beehive. Essentially, like a slow beehive. It was like focusing the, the energy and, and making... We have... We have something very important. We have a vial of yellow liquid. So what does it do? It might age you. I don't know. It might do something. It seems to be very acidic. Okay. So it could burn the metal? It could melt the metal, and we could actually bring the entire that entire structure just crashing down. But does anybody have an aging spell? Something that causes things to disintegrate? Things to move I Maybe we can rust I the metal alive as well. We have we have that yellow goop, and that would definitely that will definitely help. I have know that it's acid. Light. We suspect. It might be a form changer, because have, the, uh, the king swallowed a vial, and it made him strong. Oh. I um actually I can learn heat metal and I can we can I can heat the beam and make it. He's got vials of acid in his bag. It's like a big excellent. Okay. We're gonna break the temple. Let's break the temple. Clarota acid. At this point, as you guys look over at Clarota, you can see Clarota for the first time in a while looks visually disturbed. Um, has kind of withdrawn from the group and is kind of leaning against uh, the side of, of the beach cavern wall. And the tentacles that normally just kind of slowly twirling are all tensed and pulled up into a knot. And Clorota just... Clorota, you're going to cramp your face if you do that. What? I have something to say we would appreciate. <laughs> Keep making that face, it'll freeze that yeah. way. In fact, that horn is of this creature. It's a beholder and carries this horn that Lady Kima has spoken of. It's a great danger. Also keep in mind the temple. It's not made of average stone and metals. This is the center of the Elder Brain. We reinforce it with magical protection. It's the center of our entire species' knowledge. Every brain in there is our elders. As we pass to the next generation, our mind gets brought and introduced. 
We could draw, try to just draw him out somehow. I highly doubt he's going to leave his home turf, but if we can find a way to perhaps turn it against him or use it to our advantage. Maybe some reconnaissance, I don't know. Reconnaissance? I, mean, I don't know! It is glass on the top, so we could try Maybe the sunlight. Maybe I have, I have um, something called divine intervention, and um, what is that? You, can, you can call on your deity, and you roll a, a percentile die, <laughs> and you can have them help you with something. So is it possible to try to get her help before we do this, or is it something that I you know, have to do on the spot? On? I don't know, because this is new. That's up to you. You can attempt it once a day, and once it works, it can't be done for another week. So if we attempt it, then no, she can intervene, she can be like on our side? In some way, essentially, you, you formulate how you want your deity's aid, and if you succeed, you have a 10% chance of success. In some divine way, Saren Ray will guide power or aid to you. 10%. Well, why don't you, you wait on that? Well, we either have a 10% chance right now for her to tell us what Let's to wait. do, or a 10% chance to help us. Oh, once we know what we're doing, yes. yeah, yeah. let's wait until we know I believe we should go and uh, rescue the prisoners and build a small army. Yeah. Uh, moreover, I've been thinking, it all goes downward, correct? These all up in the pit, yes? The, the world's down no, here? No, the beholder. Kavan. He's in, in the top of a pyramid. He's yeah. in a pyramid. Up or down? Up. up. Ah, well, that yeah, well, doesn't help me at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a laboratory. I feel like we should go for the top. <laughs> how would we free the prisoners, first of all? How are they all? I mean, the I think prisoners it's, I are think those it's that beehive that structure. Yeah. We yeah, free we the prisoners. Yeah, we need to take out the metal thingy. We, it's not letting them out. We have to 
get them out of Gavan's control. Which we so can't do, we right? Do that. Right. I think we destroy the structure. Beach. We destroy the structure. It's the only thing. It's the only option that seems open to us. Yeah. Unless if, we keep um, stumbling around and looking for some other weird thing. We don't have any kind of corruption spell that ages things. Well, we've if got we the acid the thing, and maybe. But it's protected Gronk by and, magic. But we. What if we like hit it with the spell magic? Maybe get your goddess's aid. Hit it with the spell magic. Hit it with corruption. Rust the shit, and then it falls, and then everything. Don't have corruption. Dun, 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 dun. Can Scanlan mercilessly well, we mock, mock the top oh, I can of the mock. pyramid? I can mock. If you brass cross. I like Percy's idea. We've got that that acidic vial, which can seems we, can to we, be very yeah. acidic. We have several. We have several vials. Yes, of we're acid. carrying some acid. We have three vials can you of take, normal acid. Can you take the normal acid, and can we make it magical, like extra bad? We don't even know well, what it does yet. I can always like be a be an eagle, and we can, I can maybe fly, or maybe Grog can carry. Grog can carry like a big boulder. That way, after the acid has like I thought about in, making an acid arrow. Throw really a big did. boulder to collapse it the rest arrow. of the way. Arrow question. You, you built a bomb before. Get you up there. If we could months. hole up for. Months or weeks months. was it? Yeah, it took months. months. It took me months to figure out how to build. Although that was a very now that you know bomb. how to build one, would it be quicker the second? Wait, time? the bomb we just threw in that room. I could make an exploding months? arrow. I've 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 made waste. one. I could make another. <laughs> I mean, we killed him. I guess that's good. I, I would while. say your that materials awesome. are very I'm limited. Very yeah. At this point, though, I would. If I had a workshop, I could. Well, yeah, let's take yeah, Kira's advice and maybe start with a little reconnaissance. We'll get closer. We'll rest for the night and maybe send in just a little bit of a snooping party. My sister says that. Island is crawling with nasty shits. We can't get close. I mean, we should just rest. We'll stay up because we're good. What if we fly in over the top with the carpet in stealth? Drop Krog in. Put the camouflage on the carpet, maybe, so they don't see it. Um, Fly in over the top, stealth in, spy. Kind of get an idea Inspect of Inspect the top of the building and yeah, see, see where the acid will be put see if maybe to good use. There is no what kind of magic is being held on top of it. I mean we we're guessing that Kavan doesn't want to leave his little cubby hole. I would assume so not. So even if we fly down on top I mean, if he, he gets up. pissed, he could fly up, but we could fly away, and he probably doesn't want to leave the top of the... Uh, there's going to come a point where chaos is just going to descend on us, and yes. it's not going to... Yes, we're also forgetting that the second that he sees us, or we get close enough, he could control Question. all of wasn't, our minds. Wasn't the point of us going it's to these... It's one of the things he can do. Wasn't the point what? of us going to these beaches to try to see if there was any other advantage we could find? We were trying to find clues, yes. so that maybe a scrying would be helpful, which it was. All yeah. Right. So, what if, okay, here's another option, um, Dimension Door, what if you go and hug one of the beams and Dimension Door the beam out? I don't think I can do that. No, I can banish a, th- a, a being, but not, not, a, a, not beam. a thing. You can't cast a portal on the door and make no. it fall. No, sadly. Not like portal. Well, we've been, <laughs> yeah. we've been here. And we've been here. Shall we go I was, to one I more was, beach before we all die? Here or here, or this little I was thinking right about that. Anything there. Those are just more things to find. Yeah. Well, that's true, but my sister, she she studied the island, and she she felt, she sensed the presence of things everywhere. That sounds everywhere? awesome. Let's go there. Everywhere. Everywhere. Don't, there's the no need for us to relocate. Yeah. There's Well, I am curious about this. Can we see this from the beach we're on this? What is this? Uh, at this distance, it's hard to make out. We're over here. 
but any that's sort of visual. Together, but um, we could we could camp there. Like yeah. that could be the next. Yeah, that could like be that. where we stage our attack. Let's go take over a little shanty town. Because it'll be that much closer tomorrow. We can we can do reconnaissance from there. We can be. We can do reconnaissance from where we are. We still have to get across this body yeah, of water. You said there's to, something swimming down there. Plus, we're gonna have to. We've got a magic carpet. It'll be little victories. We'll take over the shanty. It's literally never carpet. been a problem. Can we all fit on the magic carpet. No, no, no. not at once. No. But wait, but we're I not all going for reconnaissance, right? We can also do two trips. Oh, no, you're slow. You just stay on the carpet. But we're not all going for reconnaissance, are we? No. Yeah, yeah. Stealthy, still stealthy, stealthy. If something goes wrong, though, it's going to be. I would rather. I would rather something go wrong with all of us than something go wrong with half of us. But I mean. Well, I tell you what, we don't know what to do, so why don't Vex and I and Scanlan go for a little ride and check out the tip of this island? Maybe split up. Yeah, I, I don't either. Go. Let's go take over the shanty town. Let's at least get on the island. Maybe we can see what's Baby steps. Baby yeah, steps. Yeah, baby steps. <sighs> okay, well then you guys go check out... Check it out first. We'll, get, we'll get in the boat and we'll start heading there. Are we getting the guys. boat or are we doing the carpet? Well, we, we can't all fit in the carpet, Let's so. let Tiberius and the twins and Scanlan fly ahead of the boat mm. quietly, carefully, see what we see. We have the earrings that, that Tibberhood's crafted for us, so we can tell you what we see. <laughs> Perfect. And uh, I wasn't don't rush spells. in. We're probably going to go here, but let's not rush in. Let's Just let make the quiet sure ones go have a look. Just make sure there's not crawling with baddies. Yes. Okay. So we'll start boating over. We'll start the boat, and then, but you you'll need to, to take stay. it easy for a moment. You just went through some shit. I, you guys going on the carpet? Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna, I'm no, gonna, I'm go gonna, I'm gonna take the. I got a boat. big axe. I'll paddle right, the boat towards the island. Awesome. I've been practicing in the sand to impress Keila. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on the elevator. I haven't figured it out yet because I don't know what that is. You know that thing a dog does. But I did cast butt along the floor. I did cast cast without a tree, so everybody gets plus ten, you know, to their stealth rolls. So that's good. So yeah, that sounds good. So who's in the boat with me? Oh, we're going over by boat. Is that what's happening? Percy, Keila. Trinket. Pike and Trinket. So we start paddling in the boat. Oh, Clorota Clorota should go with us. Clorota can just hover. Can Clorota be on the carpet then? You can hover alongside. Yeah, we'll take Kima. Yeah, Clorota come with us so we can like kind of... Percy, you in the boat as well? Yeah, I'm in the boat. I'm not not used to scaling. So we've got the Clarence flying? We're flying. Team Clarence and Team Kimmy Gibbler. I mean, I'm sure we've asked this before, and I wasn't here because I missed a part of a thing. Uh, um, what about your hat? What does it do? I mean, can you make more of them? No, we we did this already. We could, but the time required would be months, weeks. Monks. Not in our time Alright, let's do let's do it. Uh quiet ones, let's get on the carpet. Tiberius. Are we camouflaging the carpet? I'm gonna attempt I'm gonna attempt to attach like just attach the skin to the bottom of the carpet. See if that we're saving the world here, people. Yeah, you're on the boat. Put our thumbs for oh, well, before you guys take off, yeah. I'm just going to try and sew it onto the corners. Okay. Set. Do I make a roll? Oversea. Uh, that's better. Um, 12, 16. 16. Easy enough to do. All right, so you go ahead and you, you take a little bit of, of your, your thick, heavy leather thread, stuff that you use for something, you just kind of loosely attach it to the bottom of the carpet. I, I also, um, sorry, I did a quick uh, scrying spell, and I know that we're 50 shirts away from the, from, from the total, so keep going, get your mother a shirt. All right, so we're going over the water? Yeah, we're already over the water. Yes. All right. Let's go into it. We're fucking so, fast. 
as as Grog's pulling on. Go to make an athletics check, by the way. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> Watch out for the for Nessie. And we're also. stealthing? Ahead. Uh, uh, that's a 22. Are, are yep. Yeah, so. Watch out for Nessie. Alright, so, you're going to pull it across. It's a slow speed, but you're making your way. Um, I would also like Grog to go ahead and make a stealth check. Oh, oh. Uh, I rolled natural 20 on the shitter. <laughs> Where's my stealth? You've got Pass Without a Trace also. 19, yeah. so 29. 29 stealth Thank as you God. very uh, carefully breaking the water surface. Like dinosaur from Jurassic 4 is All right, as you guys make your way across the channel towards the, f- the far end of the island, which is the beach that's in, in view, uh, you see the water disturbed slightly about 200 feet off to the right. Um, something deep below, you can see bubbles rising up as you carefully make your way ever so quiet across the beach. You find purchase, landfall hits you on the other side of the beach, <laughs> apparently not disturbing whatever lies beneath the surface. I immediately hop out and pull the boat up just to beach the boat. Okay. So you pull the boat up, the rest of you guys bring the carpet over, you come to a landing part, totally fine. The beach comes to a steep incline that leads up onto the island proper. There's cliffs on both sides of this beach, and as the incline increases up about maybe five, 600 feet from where you are, you can see what looks like a few buildings or rubble of what was a small gathering of structures. Can we check out the the thing kind of in the air? Is there and a see larger one behind it, behind those smaller structures? Or that was it. Uh, what you're seeing now is, is this. this. That's it. Yeah. And Are there any of those crazy trees you mentioned before? Uh, you do see towards the right of those structures. Um, those kind of fungal-based trees. They rise about 25, 30 feet in the air. Uh, they're Actually, there's no leaves. It's almost like a cluster of weird fungus-like vines that just kind of drip from the top surface, and the the trees unnaturally sway in place, almost like they have a a rhythm to their movement. Dr. Seuss trees. Clarota, Really nasty Dr. Seuss trees. Will those trees attack us? Are they living and uh, attacky? Uh, (laughs) Clarota says, no, those trees merely exist on this island. They feed off of the essence of it, and they provide food for other things that live. Yeah. Huh. Like, Trees are like bad. What? Wandering spores. Wandering spores? Other creatures. Other creatures? We feed our captives, our slaves, of the colony with the fungal essence of the tree. Other creatures, don't skimp on the details, it's only our lives. The trees are not dangerous, but whatever resides on this island is probably under the influence of the Elder Brain and my people, which are in turn under the influence of Kavar. Yes, but as you're from this island, what wildlife can we expect to run into here? Small, sightless rats, cavern insects, but the dangers lie. In the spores that wander the forest. I'm picturing like a big yellow thing with Pus, legs. Pus yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? You'll know when you've seen it. Oh, well, that's lovely. Yeah. Thank I you. I notice your voice. Spy me. Spy me. Dripping. I, I take the cask of ale out of the bag of holding and I pour him a little gold. Oh, you know ale. what, Grog? And I'm I like, hate you, to tell you it, this. it sounds a little scratchy. Would you care for some ale? It's really good. It's psychic discussion. He, he looks at you and gives you kind of a strong look. Takes the ale from you. Yes. I know he used to hold. I have no need. 
for such full sustenance. That was rude. Any one of us forget that. Very rude. All right, <laughs> all right. Can we go inspect those structures? Up yes, there? everyone, wait here. I grab, scan them by the scruff of the neck, and nod at my sister. I turn invisible. Let's uh, go we'll take go a peek. Okay. Yes, we're gonna right. take a peek. Just wait a minute. We can wait. Okay. That's fine. I am actually going. I collect a few of the uh, the vines hanging from the trees. Just where we are. All right. Go to make a nature check. And a perception check on the beach as well. All right. Don't know why I'm bothering. <laughs> Eleven. It's a beach. I wrote it's a beach. Beach. It's a beach. Sixteen. To stand on nature. Okay. As, as, as from a safe distance, look at yeah. The trees do not appear to be uh, anything beyond just a in a subterranean uh, forest-like uh, fungal tree. I wanted uh, to collect some. Oh, you want to go and collect some? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you guys, there. It's it's quite a ways up. It's like up the side of the cliffs, up the incline, and then the forest starts adjacent to the structure where they're going. Can we keep our wait. You can make oh. a stealth check and make your way there if you'd like. No, I'll, I'll wait. I okay. thought we were like next to a tree. No, most 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 of the forest starts further up this incline as the island itself begins to level off. Let, let the scouts scout. Just be quiet. Let's go scout it out. All right. So we make our way up to the structure. Twenty-eight for stealth. Twenty-eight for stealth. Do we? Oh, you I'm get invisible. Are we rolling? Is it our old stealth check? Can I use my flying stealth check? <laughs> Damn it. Nope. Enjoy. Nope. Nope. Three. On. With advantage? That was my advantage. The first one was a one. So plus fail. Did the you twins outweigh? Oh wait, plus two. That makes it five. Oh, yes. oh plus ten. That's fifteen. 15. We're getting better. <laughs> plus my inspiration for paddling. So you guys make your way towards this this ruin, and you, as you come to it, you you. Caught a small glimmer of it on the uh, the the bridge that was constructed across the first beach you came across in this cavern. Um, the stonework is interesting. It's it's kind of it's almost like an influx of jade and marble. Like the stone itself does not seem to be anything you've seen naturally around the cavern. Either it was brought here, or was crafted from some substance uh, that that resides on this island. But it has this weird kind of green jadish kind of marble, almost uh, almost vein-like uh, visual to it. And you notice all all the structures aren't straight and smooth. Everything has this kind of slightly non-Euclidean bend to it. Every edge has a slight curve. Um, it, it's just, it's, it's off-putting. There, there isn't a rigidity to any of these walls. And the buildings themselves almost seem to look like they sag, or they kind of sit or rest at a strange, unnatural angle. Um, many have been long crumbled, and you find some of these buildings have just fallen in on themselves. Uh, you do notice as you approach the edge of it, there is a large circular structure, a pit, that is built kind of central to this. Um, parts of the wall have fallen in, but for the most part, it still remains intact. And in the center of this pit, on the floor, you can see what looks like splotches of dried crimson, long, long left blood splatters of some sort of creature. You see uh, dried bones, you see, but the bones while dried have some sort of fungus growing on them. You also see what looks to be, tucked against one of the walls, a campsite. 
but a very large camp. So the fire pit is 15 feet wide, and it's just a small cinder. Um, you see what looks to be some oh, sort of a pile a of furs. Campsite? That been, there is actual embers in oh. the fire pit. There uh, looks to be a large kind of bedroll of, of made of just patchwork furs, but the pile itself is huge. It looks twice the size of what I would use for a fire or what I would use for a bedroll. Three times even, which means it houses a lot of individuals. Oh. Or one big uh-huh. Or a really big thing. Giants. Yeah. <laughs> As you're taking this look too, uh, as you guys are having this 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 visual uh, question, you, bigger oh. than Grog. Well, you immediately hear a sound. It, it's a slight rumble in the ground, and it sounds like a footfall. And as you glance over your shoulder, you can see what looks to be some sort of towering humanoid dragging something behind it. There are giants in the sky. Um, it kind of glances up with its nose in the air. Who goes there? And you look to see what looks like a large, almost Goliath-like, bald skin. Uh, uh, skin is smooth, uh, no hair, but its its skin is purplish in color. Where a normal giant would stand naturally, it's horribly hunched, like its back has a horrible scoliosis twist to it. One giant popping yellow eye glances out towards the edge of where you guys are. It doesn't seem to have found any of you immediately, but something has alerted its attention. It seemed to have caught some sort of trail in its natural homestead. You see it standing probably close to 15, 20 feet in height as it begins lumbering up <laughs> towards you. Stealthed. Yeah. Oh, we, can we try to All of you were stealthed as well. Uh. <laughs> Huh? Can I do insight and see if it seems like a bad guy, or? You can go ahead and make an insight. Bad guy. It just, it, 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 I'm just checking to see if maybe he's a misunderstood guy. Can I do a simple way behind that? You, you don't see him. Oh, you guys, you guys are staying back at the beach while they're checking. Oh, what have you, what have you got here? 17. 17? Uh, this entity looks like it's hungry? It looks malicious and looks like it's kind of caught the thrill of the hunt, since it seems to have seen something near its homestead oh, moving. Shit. As it begins to step forward, I'm it drops whatever it's doing. Scanlon and moving backward. Yeah, can right. we move into the shadows? I'm invisible. Yeah. You we right know where there. you are. We I can was holding your hand the whole time. Okay. <laughs> and that is what oh! Thanks for listening to the Critical Role Podcast. If you enjoyed this past adventure of Vox Machina, you can catch us live on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at twitch.tv slash geekandsundry. Is it Thursday yet? Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast.